the business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Bowling, this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Shaheen. And Boxman. And we are the Persian and the Jew. Join us live every Wednesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Mixler.com slash THT Podcast. And make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, THT Network, and THT Podcast. The one and only Hot Tag Podcast bringing you the latest in wrestling news and our weekly bullshit that you don't want to miss. Join us every week. I'll Elzovesta. Whenever I get to the chopper, I listen to THT movie review. Hell, Boxman and Anthony, they cover movies like Wall Street, Die Hard, Bloodsport, I'll and Terminator. Ladies and gentlemen, for the very best old school pro wrestling discussion, check out the Raymond of Pro Wrestling. WWE, WCW, ECW, the NWA, and everybody in between. We cover them all only on the THT Network. Check us out. And of course, if you have a couple extra dollars this month, you can join us on patreon.com slash THT Network. For as little as $5 a month, you will gain unlimited access to our Patreon, which will include eight original, unreleased exclusives to Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com slash THT Oh yeah.
I figured there wasn't a better song to come into. What do you think, Anthony? It's only right. Absolutely. It's the only thing you can do is come in to Bad Boys when you're talking cop shows. That's it. It's the only thing I can think of. It fits the theme perfectly. It does. It does fit the theme perfectly. And yes, folks, we are doing a show. Uh, we usually do not do a show every week. We usually do a show every two weeks. We did go ahead and jump on and do a show, excuse me, tonight. Um, tonight just happens to fall on a strange, not strange, actually a pretty tragic event uh, that happened right here in Dallas, actually. Um I'll get into this real quick, and then I promise we'll get right into the movie shows. But before that, Anthony, what's going on? How was your fourth, man? It was pretty good, but uh, not as exciting as yours, it seems, you know. Posted some video online, and you had like a two-day celebration, didn't you? Oh, yeah, man. We were going pretty crazy. Can, can you turn your mic up or put it closer to you just a little bit? I got you cranked <laughs> up over here, so. But, um, yeah, man. Yeah, we saw fireworks the night before, uh, and... I posted that video. That video was the finale. That thing was nuts, wasn't it? That was pretty crazy. Um, and then the day, at, and then the fourth, we just took the kids and they sort of went on a bunch of, uh, water bouncy houses at the, uh, there's a little of uh, some rich neighborhood across the street. And, uh, everything they do is free and you don't have to live there. So we went. Yeah. I didn't even have to leave my house to see fireworks. Nice. <laughs> well, luckily I was at my office. So at least I had some AC to go back and forth into. Uh, it was much better that way because it was a fucking hot, hot fucking night out. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday uh, here, brutal. Yeah, I heard you guys are having a little bit of a uh, little bit of a heat wave there. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it's been in the hundreds here, and then you know heat index and everything. It gets up to over, gets up to almost 110 here with the heat index during the day. Most days in in the summer, it's fucked up, man. It's fucking hot as shit. Now, box. Let me ask you: When you were a younger box man, did you uh, play with fireworks? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was a bit of a pyro as a kid. I think everybody, most kids, have a little bit of that in them. Yeah, I had a little pyro in me as a kid. Definitely fireworks. Fire now, what fireworks. did you normally like? Did you find a field? Did you do it in a neighborhood? What'd you do yours at? You, I at the when I I mean those years I lived on a 13 and a half acre acre farm so i could do whatever i wanted i could i would go down by the pond i'd mainly blow up shit in the pond is what i would do nice so you know mostly it would sink every now and then i'd see a fish float up <laughs> and, and I guess, you know you tie seven eight fucking m80s together you know to a rock put them on a rock glue them to a rock that's what I would do. I would get some hot glue and glue them down. But, uh, you know, bullshit stuff. But uh, <laughs> I was That's young. Awesome. I was young, dumb, fucking doing stupid shit, man. That's what you do when you're young. That is what you do. Yeah. Plus, you haven't it. lived until you tried to do fireworks in a residential neighborhood. Man, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, always fun. They were uh, They were really – you know what? Usually every year – I hear them till about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. They put out a warning. It has been too dry. Do not do fireworks. If we see them, if we catch you, it is a fine and possible jail time. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Hardcore out there, huh? Oh, they put out notices on the radio, on billboards, fucking, I mean, they were vigilant about it. So I heard nothing. 
I heard some snap pops, like, you know, kids, kid stuff going around. That was it. But people weren't fucking around, man. Don't nobody want to go to jail for stupid fireworks, you know? So I didn't hear any here except, you know, up the street. But my kids didn't even want to stay for the fireworks the second night. We literally just went to the stuff, did the uh, water bouncy houses, and we went home. Very cool. Yeah, that was it. So that was my 4th of July. I don't, honestly, I don't think I'll ever outgrow fireworks, though, man. It's just just a visual of it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've always liked messing with them. Always liked messing with them, messing with fireworks. But uh, yeah, that was it. Well, I'm glad we both at least we both enjoyed our fourth. It was it was weird. I hated having the fucking day off in the middle of the week. Yeah, because that's not what I'm used to. I'm used to five day weeks, and you know sometimes a Saturday here and there. But holy shit, man. He want that Roman Reigns schedule, huh? Five days a week? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that five-day-a-week schedule. 40 would... hours, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 40 hours a week. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I would not mind that at all. Fucking, I just want AC back in the goddamn truck that I drive for the, for the, for the work. Jesus Christ, man. I'm not a complainer, man, but, like, heat, I, I don't do heat. I don't work in the heat very well. It's not... the. The, the heat I can work in, it's literally getting in that fucking truck. Literally getting in that fucking truck when it's been sitting there all day. It 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 literally, it's like sitting in an oven, dude. And then every time you stop at a stoplight, it's like just fucking an, an, an oven. And then you'll, you know, you cool off a little bit when you're driving. That's why it's, if it's highway driving, I'm like, all right, good. I'll just do the highway shit. But man, city driving will kill you in that fucking thing. But I'm taking it back tomorrow. Or uh, Monday, get the air fixed. They have found the leak. Ryder found the leak. So, all right, I guess we'll get into it. What do you think, man? Let's go. All right, I was talking about this date. Today is July 7th, or 7-7. On 7-7-2016, exactly two years ago today, uh, five Dallas police officers uh, were killed. Uh, Also, nine other civilians were injured. Uh, Micah Xavier Johnson ambushed and fired upon a group of officers in Dallas. Uh, like I said, killing five, also injuring nine other people. Um, I'm sorry, injuring nine other officers and two civilians were also wounded. Um, Johnson, Micah, Xavier Johnson, he was actually an Army Reserve. He was an uh, Afghan war veteran, reportedly angry over all the police shootings that have been taking place and targeted cops for it. Um, it was a pretty rough situation here, man. I mean, that literally happened 35, 40 minutes from right, right here. So you probably damn near heard the shots if you listen to the uh, No, I mean, I, I, you couldn't have heard the shots, but it's, I mean, you know, you could, you knew something was going on because they were calling, I mean, where, you know, where I work, there's Addison police, but Dallas police, literally, you can go half mile down the road, and that's Dallas police. You know, that's their jurisdiction. So you could tell there was definitely something going on. Um, But, yeah, um, this was the deadliest incident for law enforcement uh, in the United States since the September 11th attacks. Uh, this surpassed two shootings in March 2009 on police officers in California. 
Uh, November 2009, there was another ambush shooting in Lakewood, Washington, and another in 2009 in Pittsburgh of uh, with police officers also. Um, this was a crazy situation, like I said, though. But uh, following the shooting, the uh, the assailant fled into a building on a college campus. Uh, the police followed him there. They had a standoff until the early hours of the next day. And they actually sent in a remote control bomb. This was the first time law enforcement used a robot with a bomb to kill to kill a suspect. Uh, well, so they <laughs> went in there to kill this guy. Uh, I mean, you know, you take out five cops. I kind yeah, of pretty understand. Much, that's your, you signing a death warrant at that point. Yeah, you pretty much are. Um, now, what I really wanted to do this for is because, I mean, we've obviously talked. My father was a cop. Uh, in, in Boston in the seventies, in the, the, the rough times in Boston in the seventies. Um, you know, I, I've heard a lot of stories from him. I really, you know, when I was younger, I really didn't have much respect for cops, but I also realized as I got older, every time I said, fuck the cops, fuck the cops, I was doing something wrong. <laughs> you know, every single time I did, oh, fuck, here come the cops. Fuck, here come the cops. I was doing something wrong. I was somewhere I wasn't supposed to be. I was doing something I wasn't supposed to do. So, you know, the more I started thinking about it, the more my dad told me stories. And, you know, I had a few friends become cops. Uh, a few friends become even corrections officers. So, you know, it's still law enforcement. But uh, yeah, I, I, the more I heard from them, the more I started respecting what they do as I got older and listen, these cops knew the the rest of the cops, the other cops, not the nine, but the other cops, they knew they were fucking targets. They knew they were being targeted for for their uniform and for what they they chose their job to be. And they didn't fucking run. They didn't fucking cower down. They fucking stood their ground. They manned their posts. And that is what fucking cops do. They fucking run towards the shots. And yeah. they're paid to be the courageous people that that we, you know, I'm not running towards fucking bullets if I don't have to. Exactly. I mean, you know, in all sincerity, it, it takes a special kind of human being because obviously we have men and we have uh, male and female cops mm. to put themselves in that position. Like you said, they're literally taking taking a, a job where they don't know day to day whether they're going to come home or not. Their families don't know day to day. And it could be off of you know routine things traffic stops things that you wouldn't really expect the uh altercation to come out of right. they have to deal with from right. my minute to the major everything every cop that uh gets shot or gets involved in the situation it, it isn't always like a standoff or a big to do sometimes it's like simple things simple shit yeah yeah cops never know what they're walking into any call they get could be a fucking ambush any call they get any route like you said any routine traffic stop could could turn into a you know gunfight and we there's videos if you go on youtube you'll see videos like that watch that world's wildest police videos tv show tons of those are right there man tons of those are on there but uh yeah i mean these guys fucking stood their ground they didn't back down and i do respect that for you know those police officers and all law enforcement um and the military. I respect the shit out of the military, man. Those guys spend years, three, four, five years without seeing their family if they make it back to see their yeah. family, you know? 
Some of them don't, you know, some of them come back in a box under a flag. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, like I said, that's uh, a courage that I wish I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there was when I was getting ready to graduate high school, I actually was going to join the military. I was going to go in the Army as a mechanic. But it just, you know, didn't pan out. And, yeah, more than I'm actually kind of happy. But, um, you know, real quick, I'm just going to go through and uh, name the name the officers, and then we're going to get right into the cop shows. Uh, first one, we had Senior Corporal Lorne Ahrens, 48 years old, been with the department since 2002. Michael Kroll, 40, had been with the department since 2007. Sergeant Michael Smith, 55 years old, former Army Ranger. Been with the department since 1989. Uh, a DART officer, which is basically just a DART here is the bus system and the train system. So they were just a, you know, regular officer. Uh, Brett, Brent Thompson, 43 years old, former Marine, uh, been with the department since 2009. Uh, first DART officer to be killed in the line of duty since, since the inception in 1989 of the DART officers. Uh, and Dallas police officer, uh, Pat, uh, Patricio Zempira, uh, 32 years old, former Navy and Iraq war veteran, been with the department since 2011. So, you know, took out a lot of seasoned police officers, not, you know, so, you know, 48, 40, 55 years old. A lot of these guys have been with the department for a really long time. So, uh, you know, this, this Saturday just happened to fall on this date. And, uh, you know, I've got a, uh, I've got Mixler and a microphone and uh, I just figured I would do this real quick. I mean, you guys have all heard me talk before, you know, I'm, you know, pro law enforcement, Anthony, I'm not sure if you are or, or not, but, uh, you know, just easiest way to get through it. Just fucking do what they say. Just do what they say. Don't try to be a fucking lawyer. Don't try to, I know my rights. If they ask for your license and you have your license, give them your license. I've seen so many fucking situations get escalated to an arrest because someone just won't give up their license and then shit goes fucking south from there. And then they pull the guy's wallet out and get his license. It's like, motherfucker, you should just give them your fucking license. Okay. But anyway, let's, let's neither here nor there. But before yeah. we get into cop shows, last week, Anthony, we yeah. talked 90s TV shows. Yes, we did. And I'm listening to the radio today. I'm coming back from doing something. And I heard a song that we forgot. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and play it and get it out of the way. All right. And it's from a little show that started in 1988, but went all the way to 1993. And it was probably a lot of guys' first crush. I got a feeling I'm going to be going with this. I think you might. And we'll say it afterwards. Let's go ahead and jam it and we'll go from there. A little bit of an intro. Don't worry about it. Try not to sing out of key. Yeah. Oh, baby, how did I? 
There you go. You know what it is, Anthony. I hope you know what that is. Wonder Years. The Wonder Years. Fred Savage. God damn that guy. Um, fucking, yeah, Winnie Cooper. You you can't tell me that a lot of fucking 90s kids that wasn't their first crush. That girl was fucking hot. Yeah, she's no Topanga, but she had a cute thing going on for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, she definitely was, man. I always thought she was cute. Man. I did. I, I'm more of a Ben Savage guy, but one thing, I can't underestimate the uh, impact that I wonder yours had. Oh, yeah. Great show, man. That was an incredible show. But, uh, all right. So there, I did want to play that. We couldn't miss that one. But this is Cop Shows. We are going to run down, and this isn't going to be as bad as it sounds. We're going to run down the 50 best cop shows. Uh, this should go pretty quick. Anthony, uh, you've got the list, right? Let me go ahead and yeah, looking at it right now. All right. All right. I'm going to go ahead and start with number 50. I honestly never saw this show it was a little before my time. I was actually born the year after. Um, no, actually I was born the year it came out. So, you know, not really. <clears throat> Not really something I was going to watch at, you know, three years old. But uh, we're talking about a 1975 to 1978 run for a sh- little show called Beretta. Now, most of you know that starred Robert Blake, who kind of became known for murder. and uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think we need to talk about that guy very much. But uh, Beretta, not really. I'm, I don't think you probably ever saw it either, Anthony. I saw bits and pieces, but I, I'm, I'm laughing um, at the irony. Yeah, that he started off on a cop show, and and then you know fast forward about 20 years, and look what happens. <laughs> look what happens. Um, but now now the next one was based off of, uh, basically this was all off of uh, Elliot Ness and Al Capone. This is was a TV show again. I I was way too young. This was way before my time. 1959 to 1963. This was on ABC, The Untouchables. Uh, we actually talked about doing that movie, the Kevin Costner, uh, Sean Connery, Sean Connery movie, but, uh, went ahead and did this list instead, make it a little light for tonight, a little bonus show for you guys. Um, I never saw that show. I bet you didn't either. Uh, I saw the uh, movie, which I hope we get to at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, but I have I haven't seen the show from beginning to end, so I don't know specifics. But I've seen enough of it just because I was a uh, Robert Stack fan. Ah, that's right, Robert Stack was in that show. Uh, number forty-eight, we have Grimm. Grimm was a kind of uh, it was a weird TV series. My wife actually watched it when it did it had replays going on, so I kind of saw a few of them. Um, I it wasn't my kind of show. But uh, anyway, we're going to start getting into a few shows right now that I'm sure a lot of you have either seen or heard of. I have seen this show. I remember this show. I remember sitting with my mom and dad watching this show, number 47. Uh, this show ran uh, from 1977 to, to 1983. Chips. Ah, uh, yes, Chips. Eric, Eric Estrada. Estrada. That man still has the hair. And the teeth and the smile. The same hair, the same smile. How the hell? Uh, surgery. Yeah. Maybe it's good genetics. You never know. The only other thing I can think is he's drinking baby's blood or something. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I used to think fucking Dick Clark was like drinking baby blood or something. That's how he stayed healthy. But I don't know. I don't know. And he, you know, he had his stroke and kind of made him human again. So I, I don't know. I, I thought maybe he was a vampire. I, I really did. I thought he was a vampire. But uh, Chips was a fucking awesome show. Basically, it followed the uh, the lives of two motorcycle cops um, at the time, and uh, it was it was really cool, man. They it was stupid. It was cheesy, but it it ran a long time for a for a uh, motorcycle cop show and made Eric Estrada's career basically. Yeah, it's what he's known for. Whenever you see him kind of pop up, mm-hmm. he'll inevitably make a reference to Chips. He'll th- he'll flash a smile. You'll hit a ding, and it's like you're back in the late seventies all over again. Oh God, you do hear the ding, don't you? Yeah, whenever, whenever he smiles. When he does... Okay, babe. Okay, fucker. We get it. You got a nice smile. Close your mouth. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that guy. I mean, he didn't do much after. He sort of typecast himself in that role. But he does. He makes cameos every now and then. And, you know, he was one of those guys that was always on, like, uh, Hollywood Squares and shows like game shows and stuff like that. So So, let me ask you, Box, real quick, since mm -hmm. we're on this uh, topic of uh, motorcycle cops. What do you rank them, you know, because there's a certain, obviously, there's a hierarchy when it comes to cops, right? In terms right. of, like, you know, who, you know, some people take that job way too freaking seriously now. They uh-huh. don't got it like that. You got your motorcycle cops, you got your bicycle cops, you got your mall cops. Hmm. How would you rank them in terms of importance? <laughs> oh, well, uh, let's see. Your, uh, let's see. You got your, what did you say? Your motorcycle, your mall, and your, what, what was it? Bicycle. Bicycle. I would go motor, motorcycle, bicycle, mall. <laughs> I mean, motorcycle cops are just regular cops with a motorcycle. They just can catch cars and motorcycles quicker. Uh, I, truthfully, if I was ever a cop, that's what I would want to do. I would, that's what I would have, I, and I always had said I would love to be a fucking motorcycle cop. Love motorcycles. Would love to get paid to ride a motorcycle all day. That'd be the <laughs> shit. Don't you think? Yeah, you could pull it off. Oh yeah, yeah. I love riding motorcycles. I do. It's good shit, man. It is. But yeah, yeah. I, I, and mall cops. I mean, come on, mall cops. I mean, they're not even really cops. You know that, right? They try to. I mean, I'm sorry. Have you ever saw uh, what is it? Paul Bart. Oh yeah. Bart. Oh yeah. That's, that's like literally. I don't think that's too far off from a real mall cop. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, you do see them actually riding like segways and shit. I gotta die. I haven't been to the mall in years. Last time I went though, a couple years ago, they were riding those fucking segway scooters around and they just look like they're a joke, dude. They're unarmed. What the fuck are they gonna do? Half of them are unarmed. What's an unarmed fucking guard gonna do? If anyone walks in that mall with a fucking, you know, AR 15, they're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? It's like the old Martin Lawrence joke. You fucking fl- he, I forgot what movie I saw on him, but it was like he called him a flashlight cop. What you gonna do if somebody try to do something? I see. <laughs> oh. oh god, I don't remember god. what that was either. I know it wasn't Blue Streak. I like that movie. Uh, it might have been an episode of Martin, but he turned it into a bit for a movie too. But in any event, it was just hilarious. Yeah, it might but have been. I mean, but he was right. Yeah, exactly. Crazy shit, man. All right, let's go ahead and roll up to the next one here. Next one, I've seen many of these. Not every single one, 
but I did see many of these. And this show actually just made a return. Uh, we are talking about the X-Files with uh, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Um, this show ran from 1993 to 2002. And like I said, just made a little resurgence. I don't know if it's still on the air. But I know it did one or two seasons new with the same cast, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. So I don't know. But I saw a lot of the old stuff. My ex girlfriend was a huge X Files fan. She would just sit there and watch it all day. Every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank. Yeah, it came on like uh I think she would put it came on Spike or something like that. And she would watch the shit out of that show, man. But yeah, X Files was a great show. All conspiracy theories, all science fiction, drama shit. Fucking love that stuff, man. Yes, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not doubting the, uh, it was an awesome show, but I don't know, you think it fits on this list? Considering they did more like, um, E.T. alien type stuff? Well, they were, they were technically with the FBI, if I remember correctly, or with the CIA, which one? They were with one of the law enforcement, so yeah, I guess it does. I guess it does. I mean, they push it a little bit on this list. I mean, even the next one's pushing it a little bit, you know. But it's not yeah, bad. The next one kind of fits. Next one fits a little better. But I'm yeah, not taking right. anything away from the X Files. Yeah, right. No, I mean, like I said, they still were with a law enforcement, and they still they still locked people up. So yeah, I, I guess it fits. You know, it's number forty six. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, right, we're going to forty five. Forty five is the closer. I gotta admit, I've never seen. I saw this show. This show used to come on right before or right after Raw, and I remember it did, but I never watched it. It just I, – did you? Yeah, I think you would like it. I didn't watch it from beginning to end. I think – I want to say it ran for like seven seasons, mm-hmm. and I might have watched like the first two, maybe three. And it, I think you would like it if you're into like uh, the nuts and bolts of uh, investigating crime scenes and things of that nature. Huh. All right. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll have to check it out then. Yeah, it's right. I think it'd be right in your wheelhouse. I think you would enjoy it. All right, I'll have to check it out then. I guess I'll have to do that. Uh, now, the next show I have seen every single episode. Loved this show. Uh, CSI New York. With uh, First of all, I like Gary Sinise. He's a bad motherfucker, dude. Always Lieutenant Dan to me, but yeah, bad dude, bad man. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. Anything he's in, I do like. And yeah, I have seen every episode of CSI New York. Uh, I even remember the episode on CSI Miami when they went back to New York with, uh, you know, David Caruso, because he was in the first episode of NYPD Blue and someone said something to him and he looks up and he just, you know, he's in his, uh, his, his little character and he goes, I have a past here. <laughs> it was a dig. It was an NYPD blue dig. I knew it was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen every fucking one of these, man. Every one of these. I love all the CSIs. Kind of fell out of it a little bit on the original CSI when they started changing. Once Grissom left, I kind of didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, some of those shows that had like 18 different spinoffs, whether it's CSI, Law and Order, it's kind of, you lose track after a while. Yeah, even some of the Law and Orders, I've lost track. The main one I keep up with, you know, we'll, we'll get into the main ones because I'm sure they're all on this list. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get, get, go to the next one. The next one is a show that I've actually talked about a few times on this show and other shows. Number 43 is Flashpoint. Uh, Hugh Dillon, Amy Jo Johnson, 
uh, Unre- uh, Enrique Colantoni. Yes, good he, egg. Very, uh, very underrated. Very, very good show. Uh, it is. It, it's. It's all Canadian. They're basically a Canadian SWAT team, is what they are. They're uh, SRU, Strategic Response Unit, uh, and they are bad motherfuckers. They are literally a SWAT team. Uh, great show. You can still catch it, I believe, on Ion Television. Uh, yeah, I remember. That's where I first heard of it. I'm not sure if it still comes on, but obviously, mm-hmm. if you look around enough, you can find it. Actually, if you really want to watch it straight through, Hulu has every season right now on Hulu. I just watched it a month ago. I just watched it all the way through. It's quick. It's not bad. The first couple seasons, the first season's like 10 episodes. Uh, the longest season, I think, is season three is like 22 episodes. The, the last season, I think, is 22. But uh, otherwise, great, great show. Um I love this show. I, I literally and fucking that that now Amy Jo Johnson. I don't know if you know who she is, Anthony. Do you know who she is? Uh, no. Where is she? She from? is the original Pink Ranger. Oh, from Power! Wow. Yes, she is the original Pink Ranger from Power Rangers. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we're uh, on, uh, I don't know when we're going to bring this guy up again, but uh, Enrico, like I said, that guy is very much underrated. Um. Mm-hmm. He was in another pseudo cop show that I enjoyed, Veronica Mars, that I think you should check out. It only ran for about three seasons, and I want to say they did about seventy, like six, like maybe like sixty-eight, sixty-nine episodes. Right. And basically, he's basically uh, the show revolves around Kirsten Bell. Like she's basically a central figure, but on the show, um, he plays her father. Right. And they're like this private investigator. They're a private investigating family. She's like in high school, transitions over to college, and solves cases. And literally, the show is based around, like, they'll do a season around one overarching case that she's trying to solve, and each episode will give you a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But then, like, in each episode, she's solving, like, little side stories. Huh. So that's kind of, like, wow, that's kind of what made me fall in love with it. Because literally, you had to pay attention to each episode. You would get a clue for the major story, but in between each episode, she would solve, like, little small side cases. Oh. Huh. Sounds like, that's cool. I like that. I always like That's when they fair. do multiple cases per show and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I do, I do, I do. All right, let's roll to this next one here, number 42. This is another show I have seen most all these episodes. I used to love staying up late and watching these episodes. This is a, uh, a, TV, show, uh, a TV show based on a movie uh, called Without a Trace. This was September, uh, ran from... September 2002 to May 2009. Really, really good show. Uh, basically, what they did is missing persons. Okay. Um, so they would literally just do all the, you know, missing persons case, cases and, you know, shit like that. But uh, it was a really, really good, good show. Now, it um, one of the main actors in it was Anthony LaPaglia. Do you know who he is? Yes, very much familiar with him. Okay, been in a few things. Uh, this is probably one of his better episodes <laughs> or mo- or shows. Now, what was funny about Anthony LaPaglia being in this TV show is he, in the original movie, Without a Trace, was the little kid that went missing. So it really came full circle as an adult for him to play the detective looking for... 
missing persons in a show called Without a Trace. You like that? <laughs> wow, I like how you tied it together. Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon in full effect. <laughs> I was waiting for the Kevin Bacon tying in somewhere. No, not to, no, I don't think I have one. But uh, to be honest, I didn't know that. And a guy I used to work with when this TV, when this show was on, used to told me a story about, cause he loved the show. And he told me that Anthony LaPaglia was in the movie. And, you know, years later I looked it up and he was right. He was right. So it was, I always found it, you know, odd. I'm sure they, they knew what they were doing, but they threw him in the TV show as a detective and without a trace. So he's been in both, you know, this and, uh, you know, this TV show and the movie. Pretty fucking cool, man. Cool target. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. With that, we can go to number 41. This one, I've seen a few episodes, not every one, uh, in the heat of the night. Yeah. This is a show that, uh, as a kid, I really didn't appreciate. Grandmother loved it, still loves it to this very day. Um, but I, you know, as I've kind of, I've really grew, grown to appreciate it. it. Really is a good show. Yeah, from the episodes I've seen, it's a good show. It's decent. It's a little, you know, it's kind of grainy southern police officers. I'm not quite sure what uh what st- state they're in or a uh, city, but not a bad show that from what I've seen. Can't really, you know, comment too much on it. But uh so you, your grandmother was a fan, you said? Yeah, and then like I said, it's one of those things where you know how like as you come across things as an adult, like yeah, it kind of brings back like you kind of get nostalgic for it. And you, I didn't caught a few episodes here and there, and it's just like I said, I actually paid attention to it like uh, a few months ago. And I'm like, wow, this really was a good show. And like I'm an all in the family, Mark. So seeing Carol O'Connor, it kind of it's kind of jarring to see him playing like a very subdued type of character. Right, right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, let's go ahead and roll to the next one, man. I'm glad. Good. At least you had something to say about that one. This is another old, old, old one that I remember. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I remember my parents watching this. <laughs> like a lot of these shows, I can tell, that go way back. I'm going to have a lot of those stories about, yeah. I remember them coming on like the hour before Raw or Nitro way, way back in the day. Hmm. But I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> I hated them. Just the, just... Nah, this was, I don't even think this show's ever been in reruns. This, uh, Quincy, M.E., this was a show starring Jack Klugman. Uh, this was a, I, I remember seeing a, a literally, I, my, my parents used to have this on, but I was too young to really even remember any of the episodes. But I do remember, you know, just kind of watching it and, Whatever. I know he was a medical examiner and he would solve cases and it was, it was ridiculous. Let's just go on to the next one. This one, <laughs> this one I remember. I remember this one. I don't remember how many episodes I've seen. Number 39 though is Luther. Do you remember this one at all? Oh, I talk on it. Like, um, was this recent? It couldn't have been too long because I have no memory of this at all. I know Idris Elba, but I haven't seen this at all. Yeah, I, 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 I don't remember. I know I've seen a few of these. Let's find out exactly <clears throat> when this came out. Um, cause I don't see it here. Here, let me just hit more. See what pops up. Get out of here. Oh, they hit you with the pop-up suit, didn't it? It hit me with a pop-up, son of a bitch. Uh, let's see. More on Wikipedia. Oh, 2011. How long did it run? Two years? Um, first two series. A third was commissioned in 2012. 
hour-long episodes aired throughout 2013. Thir- 2000, so 2011 to 2013 is what it's saying here. Uh, actually, it's saying it had uh, 2010 to 2015, according to Wikipedia. And Wikipedia never lasts, so no, let's go never, in. never, never, never. So there you go. I, I've, I've, I've probably, I mean, I've every now and then I catch these British TV shows. I actually think I caught a couple of these on Netflix a couple of years ago. I don't know if it's still on there, but I believe I started watching it and it went away. So I don't know. That was Luther. Um, now I know you've seen a few of these because this came on directly after Raw for a while too. Number 38. <laughs> number 38. I don't like this show, by the way. Uh, oh, psych. Oh, come on. You like this show, psych? It's hokey. I'll give you that, but I don't know. It's a certain charm to it, and you gotta admit the theme song sketchy as hell. I don't even fucking know the theme song. Yeah, it's I I do know the premise of the show. These guys are. uh, This guy basically plays a. He's kind of a genius, you know, detective guy that can you know read minds and shit. He's really just hyper observant is what he is and catches shit no one else notices and that's how he solves crimes and 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 as far as i'm concerned it's it's just stupid <laughs> you know it, it it's like that show that they had out called the mentalist for a while now, i never watched that uh but it was it was a big hit i never watched i never really got the appeal of it oh, i caught well, maybe like the whole time it was on i might have caught five ten minutes of it total <laughs> yeah my wife watched it i always sat there going are you fucking kidding me <laughs> Are you f- like you fucking kidding me? So, Fox, let me ask you, you got a high threshold when it comes to like silly, goofy shit, but psych, that you, that's too much for you. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I just like my, I like my crime solving a little more serious. I just, I like my crime solving how I like my crime solving, I guess, you know? <laughs> I'm not sure how to put it, but I don't know, man. Like, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I hate that show. I think it's stupid. And everyone's like, but it's a cop show. I'm like, no, it kind of makes fun of cop shows. And for some reason, I just don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I know it's supposed to be really funny and, you know, it, it was, it was so good. It got dumped by one station and immediately picked up by another. So, but no, I've, I've, I watched two episodes of it. I usually give something three episodes because the first one, you know, the pilot can be, and they might switch up things for the first couple. I usually give it three episodes. I made it through two of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck this shit. So if that's on this list, it will be mentioned and passed on. Um, just like we're going to do with Psych right now. We're going to go on to number 37. <laughs> Fucking, I know everyone's going to know the movie that came out, you know, in the early 2000s more than the TV show. But Starsky and Hutch. God damn, these two guys are badasses, man. <laughs> they really were badasses in this fucking movie. This was or in this TV show. It was a 70s TV show. I remember watching it as on in reruns in the 80s. And, you know, my dad would always turn it off. He didn't let me watch in cop shows. So, you know, but I do remember watching a few episodes of this. Uh, I know you never got to see any. You probably remember the movie, though. I mean, I remember the movie, and I remember some reruns. Yeah, I think it did come on some reruns. Look, you, you could get anything on TV land, so who knows? Yeah. 
Um, TV Land, Nick at Night. It probably was on one of those. Yeah, Nick at Night. Right, let's roll the next one here, number 36. This is a show I don't remember, I have to admit. Adam 12. Don't it actually still comes on. I've never seen it, really? but I know the name quite well. Still comes on? Yeah, like on one of those, I want to say it's either Antenna TV or Laugh, one of those offshoot stations that uh, plays all old shows all the time. Okay, I get Laugh. I went and got one of those uh, $15 antennas at uh, Walgreens, and I get Laugh on that thing. So it might not be laughed, and I'm, it might be a antenna TV because they show all kind, they show fucking Alice reruns and Hazel. Wow, yeah, well, <laughs> so, I'm, it, it, oh wow, Jesus, old show. Um, all right, since we don't know much about it though, we'll just go ahead and go on to number thirty-five. I gave this show a chance to Rizzoli and Isles. Same, I like Angie Harmon. You know, she's underrated, hot in my opinion. But this show, I'll be honest, man, it's. Some episodes are better than others, but on a whole, it's hard to really kind of get through this to try yeah. to follow it point by point. Yeah, it's it's really stupid. I mean, it's 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 an old TNT show, and this was another one that was always on, you know, TNT when uh, this, this. I think this was even on back in the. How long has this show been on? It, what was it on? Let me see real quick. Cause this show kind of like mid two thousands. No, it's late, late two uh, thousand ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, like, within recent years, I don't know if it's still on, but I remember it being on, like, around 2010, 2011 when I would watch it. Yeah, I think it's, no, it's, it's, it's off the air now. But, uh, yeah, I, I never could get into it. Um, so, since neither one of us could get into it, Rizzoli and Isles, fuck it, number 34. Uh, <laughs> another one before my time. Uh, the Rockford Files. Now, James Garner. I know who James Garner is. He's been in some good fucking shit. Uh, mostly 80s stuff and early 90s stuff. But, uh, The Rockford Files, nothing. Don't know nothing about it. Uh, badass. Um, I, it's one, once again, it's one of those shows that I think you would really be into. Cause it's James Garner, especially in his younger days. Bad motherfucker. Just. Oh, yeah. Very. Very calm, very cool, very collected the way you handle things. So I, I think you just be right up your wheelhouse. All right. I'll have to check it out. A couple of shows I got to watch on here. Uh, now, number 33, I have seen every episode more than once. Uh, this is a little show called Person of Interest. Uh, this. All right. Uh, let me give you the basis of this show. Former military. Uh, basically cia badass they try to kill him in the cia they don't he escapes back to the united states he's homeless for years and some guy who has built a computer for the government that can see everything everybody at any time and he made it so it actually will predict and tell them when bad things are going to happen so basically he sends, you know, this former military guy out to stop all these things happening. It's a really cool show. The ending is fucking amazing, but it's a great show. A great, great television show. I'd have to check it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You might. I think it's on. Netflix or Hulu, it's on one of those two in full. I believe it's it's a five-season show. 
Nice. Well, this is one of those shows that I kind of overlooked. I wanted to watch, but for whatever reason, I just said, don't look like it'd be good. So I kind of like always kind of pressed it to the side. But you said military. Military movies and TV shows tend to be pretty good. You know what? I did too. I pushed it aside and I caught a rerun on Ion uh, in between, I think, like a Blue Bloods and something else. I caught a rerun on, on Ion television and I was like, man, this fucking show is pretty goddamn good. You know, cause I, and I was, it was like season three or something that I caught. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check out season one, see what it's like. Check Netflix and it was there at the time. They had, it, it had the first four seasons on Netflix. I had to go find the fifth one. Um, but now they have them all. But yeah, I started it from season one and I was, you know, from the first episode, I was like, what a fucking badass show. The dude is a badass from, you know, definitely a badass but yeah but the computer he builds is crazy it 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 calls him it tells him things and it's really fucking awesome show but it uh it spins out of control definitely a show worth watching though definitely a show worth watching um unfortunately this is another one number 32 though that i have never fucking seen uh the streets of san francisco uh, i believe uh michael douglas is in it michael douglas this isn't one i'm gonna have to check out I was actually reading it while I was talking about person of interest to see if I could, you know, start, you know, stunt my memory a little bit. And no, didn't work. No spark. No nothing. Don't know this show, but I do see Michael Douglas's name. Um, but I don't remember any of it. So, you know, we'll just go ahead and roll the next one. Number 31. We've all seen these CSI Miami, David Caruso and a crazy, you know, uh, fucking revolving door of cast members. <laughs> Tell me about it. Fucking insane. Uh, Adam Rodriguez was with the show for a long time. Uh, David Caruso was with the show for a long time. Uh, here, let's see. Let me go to the old uh, wiki, wiki, wiki. I should have IMD pull, uh, IMDB pulled up, but uh, I don't. What are you going to do? Eh. Nothing. Needed if it get pulled up. <laughs> Nothing you can do. And uh, this is not pulling up either, so I am going to go ahead and up because it'll probably pull up faster than what this stupid website is doing. But uh, yeah, I know, and um, I know in the first season of CSI Miami, uh, Kim Delaney from NYPD Blue was in the show, so it was always kind of weird because she came in right after he left, when once Bobby came in, Jimmy Smits, so. So I just so, uh, find it weird. What, when you're looking that up, uh, Box, let me ask you. What did you think of uh, David Caruso as an actor overall? <sighs> he really <laughs> became William Shatner, didn't he? <laughs> uh, now, I'm, I'm cur- out of curiosity, did you ever see a little movie called Kiss of Death? Uh, it was him and uh, Nicolas Cage. Uh-uh. Check no. that out when you get a chance. It came out in uh, 95. 94, 95. But I, I'm pretty sure it was 95. All right, I'm gonna have to check that shit out then. All right, I can do that. It, it was during that weird phase where uh, Nicholas Cage had like the uh, basically like the skullic deal that uh, Heyman had. Has he had the long hair? Huh. And <laughs> nothing going on up top, or he was starting to lose it up top. It was <laughs> nice. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Jesus. Uh, yeah, this show had David Caruso. Obviously, we've made fun of this show a ton of times. Um, one of the sh- one of the one of them that made it through all 232 episodes with David Caruso was Emily Proctor, who played Callie Duquesne on the show. She was a beautiful blonde on that show. 
Uh, Adam Rodriguez played Eric Del, uh, Delco. He was on there for almost all the episodes. Um, he is now on Criminal Minds, new, the new seasons, just so you know that. Uh, and Eva LaRue was on this show. She played Natalia Boavista. She was always gorgeous. And of course, we've talked about her many, many, many times. Candy Alexander was on this show. So a lot of fucking people on this show did, did, did actually maintain. I, I, I kind of, uh, didn't, I kind of spoke too soon. A lot of them did maintain a lot of fucking time on this show. But they did have a bunch of people like, you know, Ryan Wolf came in and one in a, you know, and then, they did have a few coming through, but I love all these CSIs. Like I said, this was definitely a fucking good one. Uh, and I'm sure there's more on this, on this list. So I don't know, but David Caruso as an actor. Wow. Overrated. He, he, he overrated himself. That's why he left NY. You don't understand. He wasn't fired from NYPD blue. He went in beginning a second season and made crazy demands for crazy money saying either you do it or I'm going to go do the movie business. I've got tons of fucking offers out there. And they were like, bitch, go do it. So he pulled the Chevy Chase. Yeah. At least Chevy Chase stuck around for a few years and kind of built up his uh, SNL rep yeah. before he told him fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's what got him. And they were like, well, we've, you know, that part David Caruso's part was actually written for Jimmy Smits in the first place. Jimmy Smits had an, had a, um, a booking issue. He had another thing he was doing, so he couldn't actually do the first season. So they, they were just like, oh, well, let's, let's, let's see if Jimmy can do it. <laughs> and, and he did, you know, for four seasons, five actually, four and a half. Wow. So he basically. <laughs> Yeah, he screwed, well, 12 years, he screwed himself out of 12 years worth of pay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, well, not really. I mean, he got, you know, and CSI uh, Miami. Well, let's see, that started in 2002. I believe NYPD Blue ended in 2003. No, no, I want to say 2005 for uh, NYPD Blue. 2005, yeah, so it was running in between there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're right, 12 seasons, 12 seasons. I forgot two seasons, you're right. So, yeah, that's... uh. That's kind of cool. I didn't even realize that. They were overlapping. Huh. Oh. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he overrated himself as an actor. <laughs> you know, he got lucky to land that part. You know, you see him in movies like, uh, what what movie was he? He was in Hudson Hawk. Yeah. I'm not going to shit on that one. A lot of people do, but. I oh, no. I, was, what, I love that movie. I love that movie. He was in, uh, and the only other movie I can think of him, him in is Officer and a Gentleman with Richard Gere. He was in that? He had a, he was in that. I swear, I swear, I swear. You, you, you can double check me if you'd like, but he was in it. Uh oh, I hear Anthony typing. All right. While Anthony <laughs> is double checking to see if I am correct, uh, we're going to go ahead to the next one. I have never watched any of this British crime uh, television drama. Number 30, Sherlock, starring Benedict Cumberpatch, and that's all I need to say is that name Cumberpatch. Just I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I've never watched this either. No, perfect. Let's go on to number 29. Number 29, I have seen. This is another one that came on right after Raw during the fucking hot seasons of fucking Raw. Uh, Monk, Tony Shalhoub. You remember Monk? This is, yeah. It, it, it was different. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Great. It was d- different. 
No, he, look, he was so, like an idiot savant. You know, he would solve cases when he would, you know, on just a, it, it was almost like he was uh, an OCD Columbo is basically what it was, you know? So I don't know, but I liked Monk. I would, I mean, it wasn't something I would watch all the way through, but I would watch it here and there. You know, if I was staying up drinking, I would just, I would watch it. <laughs> but let, let me ask you, so I'm kind of guessing that whether it's Monk, whether it's Psych, you don't like these type of cop shows where, like, the uh, lead is like an idiot savant where he's not really a true cop that solves cases the old-fashioned way. They kind of have, like, these, like, weird little quirks solving cases. No, no. The only idiot savant I really liked was uh, Law & Order Criminal Intent when Vincent D'Onofrio was playing was playing Bobby. He really was an idiot savant. He was more he was more or less autistic in that show. Um Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, he was high functioning. High functioning <laughs> autism in that show. Uh, did you ever see those those seasons with him in it? No. I might have to look it up now. <laughs> oh, that's the first few seasons with uh, and look, I am I love Vincent D'Onofrio. Full metal jacket fucking men in black he's been in some great shit and he is fucking awesome but it's weird to see him in this character it always has been for me so oh my god uh, well you know what let's go ahead to number 28 and we'll come back to that how's that sound we'll come back sure. to that in just a couple of minutes uh i don't know what i can say about number 28 i do remember this was another show that was on in my house uh every now and then i do remember it i don't like I could not tell you what happened in any of these episodes. Uh this show ran from nineteen seventy five to nineteen eighty two. We are talking about probably the original comedy cop show. Uh Barney Miller. Hal uh, Yep. Hal Linden, Abe 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 Vagoda. Fucking fish. God damn it. Abe Vagoda. But uh Barney Miller, like I said, I do remember this being on in my house. I remember watching it when I was a kid, but I couldn't recall any of it. Yeah, same before my I know the show just before my time. Right, exactly. Um let's go ahead and go to twenty seven. Twenty seven, Law and Order Criminal Intent. So I brought it up a couple early. Don't worry about it. Sorry about that. Uh <laughs> I brought it up early. But yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio in this show, you've got to watch his character. He's I mean, he's almost like, it's almost like psych. He notices things no one else does. He, when he does interviews, he'll get right in the person's face. It's really, you need to watch, but I do love On Order Criminal Intent. This is the one that Jeff Goldblum did the final seasons of. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ended with Jeff Goldblum, who... Kind of played the same idiot savant character, the high-functioning autistic character. Like, so basically he does in every movie he's ever been in. <laughs> like, so. Pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Uh, no, so, nothing yeah. against the guy, but if you ever pay attention to every role, he always has, like, the same general expression. Doesn't matter what he's talking about, what the scene calls for, he just has the same kind of, like, blank expression on his face. Well, he's got that look, and it's it's just that look of I don't. He's my God. I don't even want to say it, but he's got a very Jewish look to him, and he has a very Jewish cadence about him. You said it first, bro. bro not I me. did. I'm Jewish. I can say that. So it, it, I mean, he does, and he he always plays that same role because it's 
he's playing him. I mean, you know, Jeff Goldblum pretty much is himself in every movie. Jeff uh, Morgan Freeman is Morgan Freeman in every fucking movie. You know, there's people that are just who they are in every movie. Charlie Sheen's another one. <laughs> well, Charlie Sheen's definitely one that I mean, he's he's just him. <laughs> you know, a lot of it, a lot of people, man, are like that. But I mean, the only movie I thought Jeff Goldblum went really out of his depth was Deep Cover. Oh yeah, how could I? Definitely gotta get to that one soon. Oh god, I will get to that one any fucking day, dude. That was such a great movie, such a fucking good movie, man. Hey, Mark Wahlberg, joining us in the chat. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that fucking movie, Deep Cover. Great. Uh, oh, we'll definitely get to that. We'll definitely get to that one. Uh, now, let's go ahead and move to number 26 before I totally geek out on uh, high-functioning autistics. Uh, <laughs> number 26, this was another one of the, like, OG cop shows out there. Uh, Telly Savalas, Kojak. Yes. Another one, I remember, you know, walking by the TV as a kid, playing, it was on, didn't really care. I was playing with uh, playing with toys. Don't really remember any of it. I wouldn't mind going back and watching these, though. Yeah, a lot of these coming up on the list. I'm like, whether it was this, whether it was Chips, Streets of San Francisco. I remember them being on, but if it wasn't wrestling or cartoons, I really had no interest. Right. But it's a few of these I actually want to go back and check out. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we're obviously getting into the top 25 very, you know, actually right now. So we're going to get into some much more known shows. Matter of fact, I've seen most of the top 25. <laughs> um, some of these are questionable, but uh, <laughs> some of these may be a little questionable. Number 25, I'm going to go right here. I I have not seen this show. I've been told it's good. I've been told I should watch it. I remember the original, and I watched that, but I have not seen any of these new ones. They're obviously number 25 is the new Hawaii Five O. And like you, I've been told I need to watch it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's been gotten pretty uh, good critical reviews, so I might have to check it out. But I don't know. It's just like whenever you hear new in conjunction with a show that's considered a classic, you kind of have you kind of go in trepidations because very rarely do they measure up to the original. But mm-hmm. like I said, it's, it's lasted this long, so it might be worth checking out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Might be, might be, but uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I will eventually get check it out. But uh, let's see. Let's go right ahead. Number twenty four. Number twenty four. I have seen. Matter of fact, I have all the episodes on an external hard drive uh, right here. Actually, um, number twenty four is Cold Case. Classic. I, did you used to watch these, Anthony? Oh yeah. I definitely used to catch the late night reruns of this show. Uh, on, I think TBS ran these reruns, man. I think it might have been TBS. I could be wrong, but uh, I think TBS ran the cold case reruns late at night, and I loved watching them. If I didn't catch it, I would always find a way, but this is another great show. Another one that did, obviously, cold cases. They did old fucking cases that had never been solved. Um, and I always liked it. I always liked the end because they would kind of show the ghost of the character and, uh, uh, Catherine Morris would kind of see the ghost and just always thought it was a kind of a good ending to each show. You know, they were always thanking him for solving the crime kind of, but, uh, always loved this show, man. 
and plus it was it was it was a different spin on things. I I, I mean it it was the first show I can remember that was about cold cases. First one I remember, but I I always liked watching it. You know, they would always give you the right in the beginning they would give you the backstory and then they would go right into you know and they would flashback tons of flashbacks in this show so i don't know i always loved it i really i only ran seven seasons i thought it got more seasons than that but uh seven seasons but it was a great show uh you know i would definitely recommend watching this one absolutely yeah i don't know. I haven't seen it on Hulu or anything like that, but um, find a way to check it out. I'm sure it's it's on one of the streaming sites. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you watched that show, man. That was a great show. Uh, I remember they did one episode uh, with Piper that was pretty insane, intense. Really? Yeah. 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 It was like towards the end. Yeah. But, uh, I, I remember really digging that episode, and not just because you know the wrestling connection. That was just a good episode. Yeah, that whole show, like I said, was really fucking good. Um, and I, I love the cast. Here, yes. give me a second. Danny Pino, uh, very underrated. Who did a little stint on um, Law & Order SVU for a while. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I did a little bit of a stint on that show for a little while. But, yeah, I loved the cast of Cold Case. Give me one sec. I'm getting to it right here. Uh, yeah, Catherine, Ka- Ka- Catherine Morris as Lily. Rush was she was great. Uh, who am I thinking of here? I'm thinking of John Finn. I think probably. Let me get a picture of John Finn. See if I got the right guy. John Finn was a guy who wasn't very known. I had known him for a few movies. If I'm talking about the right guy here, nope, not the right guy. Oh wait a minute. Best part about Cold Case for me personally is it kind of had like a local feel to it because they would shoot select scenes in and around the Philadelphia area, so. That's another reason why I enjoyed the show. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was all there, wasn't it? Yeah, a lot of historical landmarks. Not all of it, but they would, you know, shoot select uh, scenes and shots for the show. Right. But it was based based around a a fictionalized Philadelphia Police Department, so that part of it was pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot that was all in Philly. Yeah, but I always loved this show. Uh, And the next show. Holy shit. Uh, number 23, another Canadian police drama, uh, Rookie Blue. Wow. This show is intense. It literally, the first season follows five rookies, I think it is, through everything, through their first year on the job. And then, you know, eventually they become training officers and, you know, they go through the same thing they went through, but it's a really, really good show. I think it's only a five-season show. It goes really quick, and I think this show might even be on Netflix right now. Yeah, yeah, five seasons. It's still on, isn't it? Nope. Wow. No, hasn't been on in a while, since like 2010 or something, but yeah, yeah it wasn't a very... It, it was a quick show. Not 2010. Hold on. I don't like this shit. I should have just left fucking IMDb loaded up, goddamn. It happens, bro. That's, that's what I should have fucking done. I should have just left IMDb loaded up. There it is right there. Uh, yeah, five seasons, 2015. Started in 2010. Okay. But, yeah. Great, great cop show. I'll tell you, man. 
these Canadian cop shows really are good. And they don't mention that they're never does Flashpoint mention that they're in Canada. You'll see license plates and things like that. And never does Rookie Blue mention they're in Canada, except, you know, you'll see their patches and their, you know, their cars. But those Canadian cop shows, man, some of them are really fucking good. You know, Flashpoint, Rookie Blue, those two are amazing. So Canada's got some good fucking cop shows. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason why uh, the crime rate in uh, Canada is so low. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. All their good cop shows? Yeah, yeah, maybe it's based on uh, real-life cops up there. Could be. Really? Uh, yeah, they got some different rules up there. So, but, uh, all right. We're starting to get into more OG shows now as we go through the list. This is a true OG show. This was number 22. This is Tom fucking Selleck. Yes, the ageless Tom Selleck. The Jeez, man buddy. still rocks the mustache to this day. We're talking Magnum fucking P.I. Do you remember this show? Yes, I do. Obviously, before my time. Like I said, I can't claim this. I've seen every episode. Mm-hmm. seen enough of it to get the general idea of the show. Right. Uh, I, I know uh, just in doing like research over the years on, the, on different things, I know Tom Selleck was a big time sex symbol in the 80s. Yes. Probably still is in certain circles. Probably. I mean, he's Tom Selleck is like I said. I mean, he's right now he's doing Blue Bloods, so the guy is still doing cop shows at, today. Uh, fucking amazing. Uh, this show was in 1980 to 1988, so it got eight good years. And uh, but yeah, Magnum PI. I do remember watching some of these ep- these episodes, man, with fucking Higgins and. Oh, this was such a good show, man. I, I, and according to a lot of, there's supposed to be a reboot coming out, a TV show. That'd be Uh, interesting. Yeah, I don't really, all these reboots, all these bullshit reboots, man. So, you've seen both. When all is said now, which one do you think he'll probably be best remembered for? Magnum or uh, the new one? Or Blue Bloods? Ooh. Yep. Probably Magnum P.I. Probably for Magnum P.I. because that was a huge show for him. That, that, that made his fucking career. You gotta remember, this could, Tom Selleck's not a guy you're like, oh, big movie star. Big TV star. Yeah. Only movie I honestly, I remember that he ever did was, uh, Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, he and didn't the- do many. I think that was basically the main franchise he did. He did a few movies in between, but really he did TV shows. He did Magnum P.I., and we didn't see him for a while. Suddenly, he shows up in Blue Bloods, which, I mean, Blue Bloods is coming on its ninth season coming up. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, they, that's yeah. what I got Blue, uh, That's what I got that mixed up with, Blue Bloods, what I was thinking of. Yeah, Blue Bloods. You, you, I thought you said it. I thought, I don't know. I'm only on my second beer, so, you know, my shoulder hurts. My shoulder, oh, man. Um, all right, number 21. But, yeah, Magnum P.I., Tom Selleck. Fucking! If you haven't watched the Magnum PIs, search them out. You'll you'll be happy you did. Uh, number twenty one. This is another bullshit show I mentioned way before that I've never watched. Always my, my wife watched it. I thought it was ridiculous. I never really. I, I would pick up my phone when it fucking came on. Uh, the Mentalist. Yeah, I can't. 
did you see enough of it to get a premise of it? Like, was he like a uh, idiot savant? Was it a uh, was he a magician? Why they call it the mentalist? He was basically a magician, mentalist. Oh. It, another, uh, they're yeah, hyper observant. New. Th- it was it was basically the same premise. This guy was just everyone thought he was so pretty. He was so pretty, Anthony. How long did it run? Uh, 2008 to 2015, 151 episodes. Wow. It's a hundred, it's 150 more than it should have been. Jesus Christ. Uh. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Decision, man. It's funny to move the, the shows that you expect or you think should get long runs, get cut off too soon. And shows like that get 150 plus. Yeah. I remember like at one point, I think I, I remember asking my you know, wife, I'm like, that show's still on? She's like, yeah. I'm like, what a fucking dog shit show. Fuck, does that stay on the air? Yeah, I don't know. And it lasted like two more years. But yeah, never saw that shit. Never saw it. So why don't we stop even talking about it then and move on to the next one, which is a show that I wanted to watch. And I don't know why. I just never did. It was actually number 20 is Third Watch. Did you ever watch any of this show, Anthony? Can't say I have. I know what it is, but I never uh, actually watched it, heard of it, though. I, and this, I mean, 1999 to 2005, I don't remember ever watching it, but I remember hearing about it like when it first came out, and I was kind of like, ah, it's probably a show I'd like. Never watched it. Never fucking watched it. So I guess we can just go on to the next one then. Yep. Uh, 19, the original Dragnet. <laughs> I've seen the some of the newer. I, I I've seen the newer movie. What was it? Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Whoa. I'll be honest, man. This show. Uh, God bless the dead, but I, I hated the show as a kid. I mean, I I I could. I only have memories of watching maybe one or two. It just was boring to me. Very very dry. Very dry. Yeah, that's why I don't. I, I don't remember this one. I, I I don't remember this one being on when I was a kid. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But uh, I I remember Sergeant Joe Friday, and <laughs> I just remember the name, that face, that yeah, old school stone, the block faces. <laughs> yeah, and this was sort of another ridiculous one that I don't know. But this was whatever. Let's just move on to number eighteen, Anthony. Uh, number eighteen is another one that I. Everyone told me I need to watch this show, and I never did. Dexter. Did you ever catch any episodes of Dexter? Quite a few. Really? Uh, quite a few. I actually had to actually go back and watch the whole season all the way through. Because I think it just recently ended, like, within the last year or two. Ran for about seven years. Yeah, there was a lot of outrage over the ending. Yeah, yeah, that, I don't, I didn't watch it that deeply. But I am going to go back, because it was, like I said, pretty interesting show. Yeah, and from what I understood, it was about a serial killer who and a police officer, and they basically just they were chasing each other the whole time. And he was smart, and they were smart, and it was just. But I, I should catch it. I believe this is another one that's on Netflix. So maybe I'll go back and watch this. I, I like I said, I've been told to watch it a thousand fucking times. Yeah, but and, so. and I know what you mean about the outrage. I think it was similar to like only thing I can compare it to is probably like the Sopranos, something like the Sopranos, where it was all of this build up to like that final moment, final scene, and because I remember like that when the final episode actually aired, mm-hmm. everybody was all over Facebook bitching about the, you know should it had a better ending, and I invested seven years of my life for this. 
<laughs> just a lot of just a lot of like Jesus, a TV show, bro. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little ridiculous. People. Are... That was the start of the snowflakes, Anthony. Start of the snowflakes. Um, but yeah, Dexter, I will check out. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get into that one night. See how good it is. Uh, go to number seventeen. Hell yeah! Now we're getting into some fucking good shit here, buddy. Number seventeen is the original Miami Vice, Don Johnson, Philip Michael Thomas. And this was another show that did a ton of celebrity guests. Even Glenn Fry from the Eagles had kind of a reoccurring role on this show. Yeah, and uh, nothing screams 80s more than Miami Vice. Oh, God. I mean, this was the wardrobe, the, 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 the uh, dialogue. This is a, if you want to, if you want to, uh, give somebody an idea of what it was like in the 80s, show them a few episodes of this. My mom has a picture of me. Now, we weren't from Florida at that time, but she has a picture of me in the 80s, a young, a young boxman, a, a little boxman, if you will, with, like, pastel pants, t-shirt, <laughs> pastel sport coat. We were visiting Florida, and we were going to a little, you know, some sort of party for my dad's business. And... That's I had on like a whole Miami Vice looking outfit, man. I felt cool as hell. But I gotta tell you, there are people in Miami that still dress like this. Jesus. Yes, sir. Many, many people that still dress like this in Miami. I'm talking, you know, same w- white pants, t-shirt, and a fucking, you know, teal jacket or something. And somehow they make it keep in style down there. Uh, maybe you can pull it off because it's the beach. It is Florida. It, yeah, I mean, pretty much in Florida, you can, you know, I mean, if you're wearing a fucking bikini, you're good. Banana hammock, fine. Fine in Florida. No problem. So you know. would you say that um, if it were not for this show that Don Johnson wouldn't be relevant whatsoever? Because he's a name that you, if you hear the name, oh, Don Johnson, but he's not somebody that really did a whole lot noteworthy outside of this. I know he did some movies, but he's probably most well known for this, uh, Miami Vice. Well, you know, and yeah, I mean, he might not have done anything without this, but then again, he might have done more movies without this. That's what you never know. You don't know. They might have gotten more movie roles if they didn't do this. But I have a feeling this was probably the best thing for him. He's been in a few things here and there. He's done some cameos here and there. Oh, Nash Bridges. He did that Uh, for That's right, Nash Bridges. And he... Didn't he put out an album? Wow, oh, this is news to me. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a it, minute. It, it, it can't be any worse than Steven Seagal's. So, <laughs> which we which we have to get to on one show. We have to. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Don Johnson did put out an album. Did he, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think he even had like a, like a really... I mean, I know Patrick Swayze had the... Uh, had one famous song, but oh, oh, heartbeat! That was the song. You've heard this. I oh, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm pulling up YouTube. Let me let this me turn up some volumes. I, this, is, this is news to me, folks. Oh Don yeah, Johnson had a record deal at one point. Jesus. Oh yes, sir. Let's crazy. see. Oh yeah, here we go. Hold on.
1986, by the way. Come on, Don. Sing it, Don. Oh, so 80s. Oh, you should be watching this video right now. He'll oh, the piano riff. Oh, he'll start singing. Trust me, he'll start singing soon. I know you're ready for it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on, motherfucker. Quit looking at her and start singing. This one's called foreplay, folks. Yeah, I'll have to wait a second now. Jesus Christ, you're just sitting here staring at the fucking girl. Here we go. Come on. You can pack oh. your bags, take a walk, throw your hands in the air, refuse to talk, swear to be damned, it was all a bad dream, leaving me with a silent scream. You can take the photos off the wall, oh God, this is bad. Wow, what were we thinking in 1986? This is god awful. I can't even do this anymore. I'm shutting this off. I can't do this anymore. Wow. Fuck you, box. We're officially even for a fat beach, by the way. No, 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 no. You know, no, you still owe me for fat beach. I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep hand, I'm I'm gonna keep handing you that bill. You I'm gonna make you pay it one day. <laughs> Come on, man. Look, I, look that, that was awful. I just listened to like that's about what two minutes and thirty seconds of my life that I won't get back. I, listen, listen. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I played that much. Two minutes, two minutes. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. God, that intro. Oh my god. All right. Um, let's go to the fucking next one. I can't even think. <laughs> I can't even. Th- I, I, I can't even look at Don Johnson anymore after that. Uh, number sixteen. I knew he had an album. That was just one song off of his 1986 album, by the way. Uh, number 16, the original. We had talked about it before. The original Hawaii 5-0. This was another show that went from, Jesus, I didn't realize this show was this old, 1968 to 1980. Wow. 12 years. Wow. This show originally aired for 12 seasons from, yep, 1968 to 1980. Um, I guess I was always watching reruns then because I remember vividly remember this show. So it was probably reruns that I was watching and didn't know it. I didn't know. And, it. Uh, yeah, because I mean, this show ended when I was five years old. So. Yeah, man. But um, obviously we covered the '90s uh on the uh TV re- TV review show a couple weeks ago. But uh, I would put this uh theme song right up there, even though it wasn't from the '90s, obviously, but. More, one of the uh, more iconic theme songs in TV history. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I would go with that. Like, as soon as you, soon as you hear it, as soon as you hear it, you know where it's from. True, true. That yeah, that was one. Of, I, there's a few of them on here that 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 you know are like that. But obviously, I'm not going to get into a bunch of fucking theme songs. That would take forever. But um, yeah, I do remember this show being on, and goddamn fucking original. One of the originals, obviously, you know, like Jesus, I did not know it was that old of a show. You know what I mean? I knew it was a. I mean, I knew what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew it was on for a while, but I didn't know it went back to the sixties. I was one. I was thinking maybe seventy two, seventy three. Dude, do you realize for a show to go twelve seasons yeah. in the sixties and seventies? That's that's big. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why they brought it back. You know. So, yeah. 
But yeah, Hawaii Five O. If you have, haven't seen the originals, go sort, seek them out, find them. I'm sure you can find them somewhere. Um, now, number fifteen. This is a show that I religiously watch. Uh, still on the air, still going. Another Dick Wolf, which is the guy who does. Excuse me. Everything. Apparently, <laughs> he Every does. I mean, he likes. <laughs> yeah, he does all the Law and Orders. Uh, and, and all the Chicago shows are his. Chicago Med, Chicago, uh, Fire, all the Chicago shows are his. Uh, this is Chicago PD at number 15. Uh, John Cena, Jason Beige, this, I love this show. Absolute, intense, gritty cop show. Not NYPD Blue gritty, but it's gritty. It shows Chicago. Uh, Jason Beige is a badass cop. They're an intelligence unit. They're not just officers. They're an intelligence unit, so they got a few different rules. And, you know, their sergeant was dirty and sort of is. It's just a really crazy, crazy fucking TV show. Uh, Hulu has this. If you want to go go back and watch the old and new episodes. You can catch up on this one from 100% on Hulu if you ever want to. Chicago PD intense intense show. Yeah, I might have to switch over to Hulu. <laughs> I like Hulu, man. I'll tell you the truth, only we have Netflix for my kids. My kids watch the I barely watch I mean my wife's been watching sappy girly movies on there all day, but mostly it's for the kids. I that watch Hulu. Cool, but they just drop every fucking thing all the time. It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Hulu does? No, no, uh, Netflix. Hulu does the same thing. You gotta be careful. Same thing, same thing. They'll, they'll drop shit on you. But I mean, that's why I was pissed at fucking Netflix, cause they dropped NYPD Blue. And then, you oh, know. Oh yeah, I remembered it. Yeah. A couple years later, look who's fucking got it now. Fucking Hulu, baker. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead. But anyway, Chicago PD, like I said, is on Hulu. If you want to check it out, jump on Hulu. If you got Hulu, get on there and watch it. You will not be disappointed. Not at all. Uh, number 14, I was not big on this show. Watched a few episodes. Didn't care for it. Castle. Yeah, I just, like I said, it's one of the, another one of those shows. I put it to you like this. The same way you felt about Psych, that's what I felt about Castle. I didn't. I didn't watch enough of it to really judge it, but the little bit of it I did see was just like, yeah, not my cup of tea. Yeah, it was very, my God, I don't know. It was really, I don't know. It, it, it didn't click for me. It just wasn't the kind of show I wanted to sit and watch. It was, it was boring to me. You know, it, it, it was, it, it just, I, I was always expecting it to pick up a little bit and get a little, I like my cop shows with a little fucking intensity. This show never got intense for me. And like I said, like from a little bit of a, it seemed like it was trying to be too many different things. Like it was trying to be like hokey, then it would try to get serious, then it would try to be, I don't know what the fuck it was trying to be, but it, it just seemed like it never found like a clear cut direction. Now, if somebody watched it all the way through, I might be all based with that, but that's just the vibe I got from it. Well, I mean, I watched the first few episodes. And I just never got into it. It just never, you know, like a fucking, like a, like a dead battery in a car. It just wouldn't fucking crank. 
It, I don't know. Like I said, I like intensity. That's why I liked, you know, Chicago PD, great show. That's what Flashpoint had that made it such a fucking standout great show to me. Rookie Blue, they had intensity. You know, literal, literally, most of these shows that I just mentioned have points where you're at the edge of your seat going, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? You know, this show, you were just saying, oh, fuck, when's it over? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I can I'm like I'm like you where I'll give something a chance, but it's certain things where I kind of know within the first five or ten minutes, yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, all right, let's go to uh, lucky number thirteen here. <sighs> CSI, the original CSI number thirteen. Uh, we actually talked about this a little while ago when we talked about CSI Miami. Um, this was my favorite one. This this was my favorite CSI. I really slowed down watching after Grissom. Uh, what is his name? Peter Will Williamsburg, Williamson, Peter something. I forget. Um, he was in Young Guns too. Pat Garrett, Young Guns too. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's our frame of reference. Uh, yeah. Just cool look at Young Guns too. That's the guy we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the guy yeah. that's not this. The guy that's not Emilio. I actually think it's it's uh, William Peterson. I think is what it is, or I think that might be what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I forget Grissom. Let's call him Grissom. Now, I yeah, I didn't watch once uh, Lawrence Fishburne took over. I kind of didn't didn't care. And these new seasons with Ted Danson, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I might have to check it out because I do like Ted Danson, but I don't get the connection that he would where he would actually work on this type of show. But you know, I might I might have to check out a Ted Danson episode to see um, what I'm missing out on. Because I, I like Ted Danson, but I just don't see how he would be a fit for this show. I I just hope there's a few scenes of him walking in with beers and being like, "Look, guys, beer, <laughs> cheers, get it." Oh God, I'm, I must be I must be getting a buzz. I'm getting hokey. Uh, all right, number twelve. This, in my opinion, was pre NYPD Blue. This was the original gritty cop show. This is what you wanted a cop show to be, in my opinion. Uh, number twelve. I'm talking about Homicide, Life on the Street. Uh, Richard Belzer was in this show. Yafit Kodo. Yafit Kodo was in The Running Man. No. Yes. With Schwarzenegger. Running Man? Schwarzenegger? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. He was in that. Um, and, uh, I mean, this was a really, like I said, in my opinion, this was the first of the, uh, the original gritty, just, right there in your face cop show and it wasn't even in i mean by the way 1993 to 1999 um is all it ran but wow what a fucking show man uh it it was in baltimore yeah you know it wasn't in new york it wasn't in chicago it was strangely a show based in baltimore but uh this is actually where the character from <clears throat> this is where the character Munch from SVU came from. Richard ah, so Richard Belzer's yep Richard Belzer's character not only came from this show, but they referenced it a ton of times. 
the girl that played his ex-wife was actually his ex-wife in Homicide Life on the Street where he did marry her and divorce her. So they, how they tied that motherfucker in, I'll never fucking know. Yeah, looks like uh, Richard, please don't hurt me, Hawk uh, Belzer did pretty well for himself. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was David Belzer. That was the other Belzer that got choked out, I think. Might have to look that well, one up. Weaves is in the chat. I'm sure he'll check that for us. Yeah, yeah. But I might be right. wrong, but I know the last name was Belzer, so yeah, that and, much I do remember. Yeah, and he's right. It's based on another uh, series called uh, Homicide, a year, <clears throat> a year on the killing streets. But yeah, Baltimore at this time was really bad, and yeah, it was a, but it was a really, really, really gritty, fucking in-your-face TV show, and um, some really good characters in it. But yeah, Munch came directly from here. I don't know how they got the character. There's so many shows I wish would do that. Just take the fucking character, you know, like um. Blue Bloods. I wish that uh, Nicholas Totoro was in Blue Bloods. He was also in NYPD Blue. He had gotten a promotion to sergeant in NYPD Blue. He was a sergeant in Blue Bloods. Why didn't they just... I wish they had just taken the fucking character. You know what I mean? I just wish they had taken that fucking character and let it be... It, it would have been funny to see, you know? Just, you know, Martinez back in Blue Bloods. But yeah, Homicide Life on the Street stole that character and then, or made that Munch character and then somehow Law and Order SVU took it. And like I said, they referenced it a thousand times. They referenced, uh, characters like Bolander, who was his first partner in Homicide Life on the Street. They referenced characters from the show. Like I said, his ex-wife was the actual girl that played his ex-wife in this show. So really cool. I like cool. that kind of continuity too. Really oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Big continuity in that show. Um, Thank you, Weaves. Uh, Belzer was a cousin of uh, Henry Winkler, which is pretty cool. Oh, really? Know that. All right, all right. Oh, it was Richard Belzer. Okay, all right. It was the same Belzer. Oh, I did not know it was his cousin. Wow, that's Munch. Munch is related to uh, the Fonz. Munch <laughs> is related to Fonzie. Holy shit! All right, I, I never would have put. The Jesus I never, never. Weeps just fucking did some fucking ma masterful shit there. That's fucking, that's badass right there. All right, let's I go. To a lot of shit in the night. <laughs> oh. All right, let's go to number eleven. Number eleven is uh, wow, another fucking OG cop show, Columbo. Yes, another favorite in uh in the Austin household with the uh, grandparents. This is uh like mm -hmm. I said before my time, but definitely an iconic show, Peter Falk. Absolutely, absolutely. My 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 grandfather had these on VHS, <clears throat> and I would always catch him watching them. Uh, yeah, Peter Falk, he was amazing. Now, Peter Falk was in another great movie where he kind of played the same character, the original son-in-law. No, no, no. I'm sorry, the in-laws. I'm sorry, Co totally fucked that up. The in-laws. Uh, it was remade with Michael Douglas, I believe. Yes, yeah, that one. I I am familiar with that one. But this one, you ha Anthony, you have to see the original. Okay, so who else was in it? Peter Falk and who else? Hold on. Let me pull up the original In-Laws. Give me one second. In the In-Laws, not 2003, 1979. This was one of the movies my dad would sit me down and 
force me to watch. Uh, give me one second here. Full cast and crew. We've got uh, oh, Peter Falk, Alan Arkin. I'm going to go through some people you'll know here. Alan Arkin, uh, Ed Begley Jr. Okay, I know him. All right. Uh, I don't know who you'd know here, any more of them, but it wasn't the uh, star-studded movie. Basically, he was the main character in it, and it was absolutely amazing. You need to watch The In-Laws, the original one, 1979. Anyone who hasn't seen it, seek it out. Find it. You'll love it. Trust me. I promise you, you'll love it. Oh, we've given us some more knowledge here. So, Columbo's first name is never explicitly mentioned during the series. Even the opening credits just simply read Peter Falk as Columbo. Uh-huh. Yeah, now that you think that we brought that up, I do remember never hearing his first name a few times I did catch it. Everything was Columbo. Yeah, yeah, they never did say his name. I don't, I don't, matter of fact, I don't even know if you pulled up IMDB, if it even has him with a name there. Let's pull up Columbo on IMDB and see if it even pulls up a one name. Of great, one of the great mysteries, Columbo. <laughs> Columbo. What is Columbo's name? Let's see. Come on. Don't lock up on me now. Oh, man. This is like when you fucking can't get it up. This is horrible. Hold on here. All right. <laughs> it's going. It's going. It's going. Nope. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, first name is uh, Frank. Wow. F- thanks to fucking IMDb for ruining the mystery. Actually, well, don't know how reliable it is. I actually got this info from uh, Wikipedia, so who knows? Oh, probably fucking like Bill or some shit like that. The name is Frank Columbo. Weebs did confirm. Confirmed by Weebs. Confirmed. So this this show here had a hell of a run. So. Oh yeah, it aired it aired on NBC from 1968 to 1978, then on ABC from 1989 to 2003. Yep. Jesus, I had no idea that it ran that long. Jesus Christ! Wait, Columbo? Yeah. To when? It aired on NBC from 68 to 78, then on ABC from 89 to 2003. Oh, reruns, reruns. Oh, oh yeah, I would hope so. I can't be original. No, no, no. No, did they redo a Columbo? Maybe I don't know. No, you couldn't redo it. They had to be reruns. No, yeah. Well, that show had a good run. Yeah, Peter Falk though. Great. He was such a another idiot savant. You know, half the time he would solve the crime accidentally, and he. he but you know, it was it, it, it was always solved one way or the other. But basically, I always thought of Columbo. As, like, I don't know. It was always weird. Columbo, to me, was always, like, Inspector Gadget without the gadgets. You know? Solved the crime accidentally. Kind of a bumbling idiot, yet still got it done with the help of other people that he didn't know was helping him. It was kind of Columbo. Basically, it was Columbo. So, I don't know. But definitely, I, I would actually, wouldn't I wouldn't mind going back and checking out Columbo from season one and going through it to see just to just to just to see how it really was. So, all right, that's it. We're getting into fucking the top ten right now. I'm disappointed this isn't higher, Anthony. I know you are. I am. I'm very disappointed this is not higher. Uh, number ten on this list is Blue Bloods, which we've been we've. Basically talked about it a while ago. 
uh, Tom Selleck, Will Estes, Bridget Monaghan, Donnie Wahlberg. Well, there's your, there's your answer right there. What? Donnie? If they had if they had had Mark Wahlberg, maybe it would have been a few notches higher. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got to tell you, Donnie's a badass in this show, man. I like this show. I mean, Tom Selleck is is still the stoic, mustache, macho man that he is. But Donnie Wahlberg is pretty fucking good in this show, man. I mean, this, like I said, this show's going into its ninth season. It started in 2010, so very easy one to keep track of. And, yeah, I absolutely, I'm obviously, I love this show. Um, you know, just... It's so good. It's so well made. I don't know. Maybe it's the production of the show, but I mean, I finished up all eight seasons and I started it over on Hulu again. By the way, Hulu literally last Thursday, they put up season eight. So once again, you can catch up on Blue Bloods 100%. If you haven't watched it and want to, you can catch up on Blue Bloods right on Hulu. Season one through season eight, every episode. I might have to check that out. Yeah. It'll take a while. Twenty-two episodes per season. Well, let me ask you. Let, let me ask you because I haven't followed it like you. How does the show? Do they base it around like one big case, or is it like a new case per episode? How does it work? It's a it, it's it's a new case per episode. Sometimes a couple. Um, but yeah, new cases per episode. Um, and every now and then, you know, Jamie will get one, and I don't know. Hey, I got a weird noise in my house. Why don't we uh take a quick break? This part number 10, and then I'll answer that question, and we'll be right back. Be right back, folks. All right. All right. Sorry about that, everybody. AC was making some weird noises. Got it all fixed. No problem. <laughs> that was a little weird. That was real weird, actually. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, not a problem anymore. But, uh, all right, where were we? You had asked me a question. Do you remember the question you asked me, Anthony, about Blue Bloods? Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I said, um, how was it uh, structured? Was it? Did they focus a season on one big case, mm. or did they do a new case per episode? Yeah, all new cases. Sometimes multiple. Sometimes, uh, you know, Danny, Donnie, Wahlberg will get one, and then uh, you know Will Estes, who plays Jamie, he'll get one, and because uh, they're he's a patrol officer, and then sometimes you'll even have three where Aaron, who's you know Bridget Monahan, will get a case. But, I mean, yeah, it's a very, you know, it, it's kind of weird that I like this show. It's a very, like, a, uh, it's it's a very religious show. Not very, but they're obviously religious, and there's a lot of religious tones to it. But it's it's a great, great fucking show, man. Great show. I love it. I love the way it's made. I love the characters in it. And if you watch from season one, you'll get invested in every single one of the characters. Um I'm not going to ruin anything if anyone hasn't seen it, but a uh, lot of twists and turns in this in, in in season season eight. So prepare if you do watch it all the way through. But uh, it, it's a great show, man. So all right, move on to number nine, Niner, Niner, uh, number nine. Another show that I have not seen. Uh, it's on my Hulu watch list to watch. But I have not watched it. It is Southland. I know it's a show about cops in L.A., and that's it. Have you seen? Yeah, I know, yeah, I know about as much as you. <laughs> okay, okay. You haven't seen any either. Well, I know it's on Hulu, so if you want to check it out, 
It's on Hulu. It's on my watch list. Eventually, I'm going to watch it. So, same. yeah, definitely. Um, all right, let's go ahead and go to number eight then. Number number eight, I have seen a ton of these, but I gave up. Number eight is NCIS. Uh, Mark Harmon, Polly Perrette, who if you don't know who Polly Perrette is, get a picture. Look it up. She's hot. Uh, Mark Harmon, sure. Summer School. If you ever, if you ever, if you haven't, with Kirstie Alley, she, he was in that movie with her. Um, they are a Navy criminal investigation team. And it's a little different of a show, but it's a really good show. I believe I watched the first seven seasons and I kind of just drowned it out, man. I kind of just, blah, you know, didn't care for it after that. But, um, I did like the show while it, you know, it's still going. It's, this is still a show. Boggles my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's another one of those shows that's had a few spinoffs to it, which haven't warranted very well. It's none of them are the original, you know. Kind of like the CSIs, none of them are the originals, but, uh, yeah, NCIS, they're, it, it's definitely a different show. Like I said, they, they're, he's in, they're, they're Navy criminal investigation and they do some crazy shit in the show, but Jesus Christ, if you haven't seen, uh, Polly Perrette, she's like a, um, uh, goth girl. Nice. She's nice. She's very nice. Nice looking girl. Uh, NCIS, Weebs tells us, NCIS originally referred to as Navy NCIS during season one. Navy was later dropped from the title as it was redundant. The N in NCIS stands for Naval. Yes, you're right. And yes, Lauren Holly does show up in that show. And God, she looks great when she does show up in that show. Uh, actually, NCIS does exactly stand for Naval Criminal Investigation Service. NCIS. Just so you know. And Box, just so you know, they're currently at 354 episodes and counting. Jesus Christ. Show's been on since September of 2003. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like I that's, said, dude, I just, I gave up. I'm gonna wrap it up. Like when you said you tapped that after seven years, I think it was around that time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. still going. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's go from here. So yeah, season. If if you want to catch up on NCIS, uh, uh, go for it. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. All right, number seven. Number seven. Oh, hold on. Uh, Weeb's is saying his sister's on NCIS New Orleans. Really? Joke. This is a joke, Weebs? Are you serious? Wait, who is? Uh, he said his sister's on NCIS New Orleans. Really? Yeah. Elaborate, Weebs. That's interesting. No way. Are you trolling, Weebs? That can't be looking. You fucking with us. No, no serious. he said he's serious. Well, that's fucking awesome, wow. dude. Is she like a reoccurring character or like main character? Do I have to go dig this out, man? Do I have to go all fucking IMDB? You want to Skype in, Weebs? Because that's, that's pretty fucking cool pretty badass you want to break that down all right we'll get that answer in a minute here but um oh oh are part of the fbi team extra okay i got it nice all right so she's like uh like louie always mentions jay lover in blue in blue bloods i see him all the time in the background that guy the, yes. the wrestler oh all the time i see him 
as soon as Louis described him to me, I'm like, oh my god, I've seen that guy like a fucking hundred times. He's always working at a desk or walking around. I've seen him a bunch of fucking times. So yeah, same. So she's probably just one of the people that work in the background. That's cool, man. That's where you get your start. So all right, where were we? Number seven. Number seven is a uh, crazy little show. Stephen Bochco, same guy who did NYPD Blue. This is Hill Street Blues. This is another one of the OG original, original fucking shows. Uh, this show went from 1981 to 1987. And like I said, this is another one of the original police shows out there. Another one of the themes, though, that, you know, was very... This was another TV show that was on when I was a kid. I remember hearing it. I don't remember everything about it, but I know my mom and dad watched it. So, yeah, Hill Street Blues. I actually have it. I've never actually sat and watched it all the way through, though. Yeah, same. Like I said, I know the show, but I really kind of got to sit down and really watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's go ahead and go to number six. Number six. Ah, this is going to be a fun one. Criminal Minds is number six. Uh, it says Shamar Moore. He's not really in that show anymore. Uh, he does do cameos in it, but he's actually uh, the star of a new show called SWAT. Uh, Matthew Gray Goobler is in this show. He plays Spencer. A great, great character in this show. Let's see. Right now they have, uh, let's see, Paget Brewster is in the show. Uh, what's her name? AJ something is in the show. Uh, Joe Montaigne is in the show. Ah, yeah. One of those genies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Playing uh, David Rossi. He plays a rich guy, uh, but uh, rich analyst. But these, I mean, they're not cops. What they're, 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 they're profilers. They're behavior analysts is what, what uh, these guys are on their FBI. But this show is always really intense. If you can find this and watch it all the way through, you're in for a ride. Most definitely, you're in for a good fucking ride. But uh, I, this is another one that's still on the air. Uh, I believe we're coming up on season 13 right now. So, <laughs> oh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sudden tickle in the throat there. Yeah, I had that earlier. Yeah, I believe we're coming up on uh, episode uh, season 13, though, for um, Criminal Minds. Just a great show, though. An another way different look. This goes into, to uh, you know, you don't see a, lo a lot of the uh, cop part here, but you see where the FBI, and they go after serial killers, the worst of the worst. So they bring you into the, you know, a lot of these are multiple episode watches. Um or some of them, you know, they'll even take a season off and then come back and they're like, oh, look who's back. You know, so this show, at any time, they could bring back a, a you know, if, if they're not dead, well, and they even brought back a dead character once. So, <laughs> odd, she huh? show today. Well, you knew she was alive. If you watched the show, we knew. But, um, all right, let's do top five. Okay, this should be number one, if you ask me. But this is a ranker list, and I can't do anything about this. And number five is NYPD Blue. Goddamn. I've talked about this show so much. I don't need to get into it. This show went 12 seasons. 
uh, Dennis Franz, Gordon Clapp. Those are the two that went from season one all the way to season 12. Uh, and they had a bunch of people that came in and out of that show too. But like I said, Nicholas Turturro was on there for the first few seasons. Uh, we even mentioned, um, David Caruso was on there for the first season and why he got knocked out and, um, why he got knocked out in that second season. Just, he made crazy claims. So yeah, NYPD blue, in my opinion, it should be higher, but it's not. So nothing I can do. A yeah, damn thing I can do, man. I thought you were disappointed. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was pretty fucking disappointed in that. Pretty What's disappointed. I was too. I was too. I really thought it would be much higher on the list, but uh, uh, five ain't bad. Top five ain't bad, I guess. But uh, I'm not going to sit here. I talked about NYPD Blue so much, and I talked about it last week on the 90s show. I'm not going to sit here and fucking dwell on it. But number four, um, you thought 12 years was a lot of fucking seasons for a show. Number four went 20 seasons. Law and Order, the original Law and Order. And once again, Dick Wolf, I think Dick Wolf should have his own cat. We should uh, have a Dick Wolf night because he's come up on this list quite a lot. Dude, he's Jesus. he's taken over. Like, he's sitting on money, I swear. He, he, oh. he, has to be, he, he has to have a fortress full of money. Oh, man, that man. Has wiping his ass with a hundred dollar bill. Oh, he's a genius. He is a genius. I mean, like I said, he's got he's got all the Law and Orders. He's got all the Chicago shows. Um, I know he's got more stuff that he works on, but yeah, he's just the guy. I mean, he's got like every night of the week locked up with a yeah. with, with with one show or the other, either a Law and Order or a Chicago this or Chicago that. So you know, he's got, like I said, he's got Chicago Fire, Chicago. There's Chicago Med still, right? Chicago PD. So there's three. He's got uh, Law and Order. Law and Order SVU is still going. That's five fucking nights right there, dude. Yeah. That leaves okay. you the fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the weekend to do reruns. So, but yeah, the original Law and Order, um, Jerry Orbach was the original guy. Uh, obviously the father from Dirty Dancing, if you don't remember. But... This show, 20 fucking seasons this show went, man. I, yeah. I, I mean, speechless. 20 seasons. Absolutely fucking incredible, in my opinion. It's amazing. And honestly, the thing of it is, we sit back and say, yeah, that's a long time. Want to get old, want to get, I'm sure, you know, if you watched it from beginning to end, it got probably redundant at certain points, but mm-hmm. crime is always going to be a thing. It's always going to be murder cases, rape cases. So it's not surprising that they got 20 years out of it, to be honest, if you really stop to think about it. Yep. Yep. And we put it, we put in the chat right here, uh, Law and Order, longest running crime drama since Gunsmoke. 20 seasons. It's tied with Gunsmoke at longest running. Don't listen to what fucking WWE says. Longest running episodic. Whatever. You're fucking sp- not the same shit. Totally different. You guys don't have seasons. Fuck off. So, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Law and Order. I mean, I, I can't sit here and say anything about Law and Order that people don't know. Everyone's seen a Law and Order episode. I guarantee it. You're saying, haven't seen them all, but I've seen enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
All right, let's get to number three here. Number three, Jesus Christ, who put a picture of these three guys on here? <laughs> Do you see? All right, if anyone isn't looking, this is a ranker list, and literally number three is the television show The Shield. Michael Chiklis is in this show. He plays a bad <laughs> motherfucker. There is a picture of Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins in here. Awesome. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right. This show started on FX in 2002, went all the way to 2008. Um, This is a show I've talked about, right? I mean, if you want to talk, if you want an intense cop show, this is it, dude. First episode, they kill, a, they, they kill one of their guys. They kill their own guy. They kill, they kill a cop. First episode. Matter of fact, the cop they kill is uh, Dean Diamond, who was uh, one of the characters in uh, Homicide Life on the Street. That's exactly who they kill. He's in the first episode only of The Shield. First episode, that's what they do. Every episode after that, they cover that. They fuck up again. Every episode after that is covering both mistakes. They screw up again. Literally, it just... It domino affects these guys. They're just taking care of every problem. They're covering each lie with a lie, and it catches up to them. So if you haven't seen The Shield, once again, Hulu. It's in full. I know because it's on my watch list. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you watch this show all the way through, it is an emotional fucking roller coaster because it is so intense. Uh, let me ask you, uh, have you ever watched a little show called The Commission? And you talk about you talk about a character, you know, I mentioned earlier the uh, character shift of uh, Carol O'Connor from All in the Family to uh, In the Heat of the Night. Yeah. This is another one. If anything, he actually looks younger on uh, The Shield than he does on The Commission. The Commission, I want to say he was, that came out maybe about five years earlier. Yeah. Five to ten years earlier, so wow. Yeah. Absolutely, man. He's actually in a there's an old movie with him and what's the movie I'm thinking of where he to be a, um the campaign. Have you ever seen the campaign? Uh that's not ringing a bell. Who else was in it? Will uh Jesus Christ, Will Farrell and um uh, Oh, I, I haven't seen it, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I've been meaning to see that. You need to see it. There's a scene in there with, uh, I think it might be Tom Selleck and Mike from an old movie that those two were in. And Michael Chiklis is in there. And he's, he's a really young Michael Chiklis and a really young, I can't remember if it's Tom Selleck or Burt Reynolds. I'm blanking on it, but he's trying to teach him how to talk like a man. Uh, it's actually uh, Dylan McDermott is in that movie, is in, um, the campaign too and he's the one trying to teach him how to talk like a man we need to get to that movie one night just so you can watch it trust me you'll love it but uh the shield is an incredible incredible up and down crazy i mean if you watch it from season one all the way through you're gonna be tired <laughs> it's 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 very intense it's very twisty turny but you're going to love it. But I'll tell you right now, first episode, they kill one of their own. You you get definitely get emotionally involved. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, well, shit. Let's get ahead to number two. 
Top two. Yeah, number two. We've talked about this show a lot on this show, too. Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Uh, Mariska Hardigay, the uh, has been in, Jesus, she's basically the original one that's, her and Ice-T have been there since season one. Uh, this uh, Christopher Maloney was in this show for a while. I don't know if you know who he is, but I, I like that guy. I know, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I'm a trust me. Out of all of the Law and Orders, this is my favorite one. And it, they definitely lost a little bit of the chemistry once he left, but it's, it's still it's still holding up well. Right. Yeah, it does. It does still hold up well, but I, and yeah, I mean, Ice T. They tried to kind of get rid of him for not get rid of him, but they tried to promote him and. You know, that didn't work out very well, and finally they just kind of, he's there, but he's really, almost looks like he's on his way out, and she sometimes does too. Every now yeah. and then I sit there going, I think she might be on her way out of this show too, Mariska. Uh, by the way, daughter of Jane Mansfield. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, 60s, 50s, very popular. Uh, but yeah, Law and Order SVU, obviously they take care of special victims, which is, uh, you know, rape and underage and statutory rape, all the disgusting, heinous crimes that no one else wants to take care of. But, uh, Law and Order SVU, the, the only one still running of the Law and Orders right now. Yeah. I mean, I kind of got to get back into it because I got it. I kind of fell off with it when they started going like the espionage route and they started doing, they started getting kind of political. A little bit too political with um the last couple seasons kind of lost their way a little bit but i'm gonna try to get back into it yeah well yeah they did and they she reined all that back in um but yeah uh hulu they're all on hulu now let me ask you because we brought his name up earlier uh danny pino what did you think when they had him on the show for a few seasons there he, uh, i liked him on this show you think he could have like could have um, lasted longer than he did if they didn't have to kill him off, or I think he, I think it was a combination that they wanted to kind of like get rid of him, and he wanted to leave anyway. But I don't know, man. I like. I thought he could have lasted a few years longer than what he did. Probably could have, probably could have. But I don't know. I mean, he was good on the show. His character was all a little, you know. He had a a, a military wife on the show, and they always kind of like they always teased that that they were gonna have to do something to stay together and he was going to have to make a decision. And then, I mean, they came back for this new season and he kind of just wasn't there. They didn't really explain much. Yeah. But, you know, I like Danny Pino and and his character on this show was really good and I liked him. But it's just crazy that, you know, Ice-T, a guy who <laughs> had a song called Cop Killer, will sit down and is has had an incredible career as a fucking cop. Yeah. On television. <laughs> Second oh. longest running character. I think he started in what, season two? No, he started in season one, just not the first episode. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, just not the first episode. He came in. Um, But, I mean, they still have characters from season one that are making appearances. Uh, The guy who played Ryan in Oz and who plays Jesus Christ chaos on those, uh, mayhem on those stupid insurance commercials. Um, he still makes appearances and he's from season one. So they do still have, and you know, Belzer, Richard Belzer does come in every now and then. And I mean, we, you know, we talked about him in, uh, 
you know, on Homicide Life on the Street. And they just stole the character and brought it right over to here. And he still comes in every now and then. So, you know, they keep everything as, con- you know, they keep continuity as best they can, but they do a good job at it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I- I'll be honest, though. Once the uh, police chief, the original police chief said, you know, I'm about to wrap it up, retire, and he handed it over to uh, Stabler, I was like, Jesus, the show must be about to come to an end, but they're finding a way to keep it going. Yeah, I, I thought once Stabler left, you're right. Once Stabler left, who you know, Chris Christopher Maloney. Uh, by the way, he's doing a show on Sci-Fi called Happy. Really crazy, funny, funny show. Um, I thought when he left, they were going to start having problems, but they didn't. They just brought in you know new people, and she got along with some, didn't work on some, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ice T became a regular after season after season two, but I think he showed up in season one. Uh, so he might have been like it might have been like a Steve Urkel situation. Oh, people like him, so we'll make him a regular. Might have been. Might but, have uh, been. Christopher Maloney, you think he'll be back when all before all is said and done? You think they'll be able to kind of like make peace, have him come back? Because I, I remember at one point they kind of teased that he might be coming back, but I guess it fell through and it didn't happen. But yeah. For some reason, before the show wraps up, I think he'll kind of like make a couple of appearances. I could see him doing a couple cameos coming up soon. I could definitely see him coming up you know, doing a few cameos here and there. But I don't see him coming back full time. I think he, I think that show is burning him out, man. Like re, in real life, I think that show is burning him out. But it was just like, I mean, I can get it. You got to do what's best for you, man. But it was just like he, him and her kind of just fit together like a glove. And it's not that the show lost something, but I feel like it kind of lost certain chemistry when he left. Well, I mean, Benson and Stabler, it was kind of like almost Tom a, and Jerry. Know, it, it was it was like the, it was it was like the subtitle the, the subtitle of the show, Law and Order slash Benton and Stabler. You know, it, it was almost the the secondary name for the show. People knew him as that's what people knew. almost like X Files. You know, what's his name in Scully. Uh, <laughs> Mulder and Scully. Mulder, thank you. <laughs> What's his? I just know him as David Duchovny, the fucking weird dude. Yeah. But yes. yeah, I mean, it's just the same kind of kind of concept. But yeah, I thought when he left, and then like you said, that when the 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 captain left, I I was like, man, this show's fucking yeah. drowning. But they would they just kept rolling in other characters, and like they don't want to stop, man. So all right, let's go ahead and do this. Numero uno. Yes. Number one. I am disappointed in myself, Anthony. You should be. I am. I am very disappointed because I have not seen any of these episodes. I have been told by tons of people to check out these episodes. Yes, you need to. And I just haven't. It's my fault. I've slacked. I will. I promised. To everyone, I will check this out. Number one is The Wire. Um, probably one, uh, the most intense thing you're ever going to see. Really? Another one based in Baltimore, by the way. Yes. Uh, yeah, I need to check this out, man. I've heard so many good things about this show. Seriously, we could honestly, we could do a block of shows based around this because in terms of just realism, and a lot of in a lot of cases, they would actually use people from the community. People from the local community actually became stars based off of this show. Really? Yeah, so yeah, this, I mean, very intense. I can't put it over enough, man. Like, very intense believability, just the whole nine. 
All right, so you've seen this. Yes. Awesome, dude. Yeah, I just, I don't know what, I mean, I didn't have HBO when this show was going on, you know, between 2002. I was actually just moving here, I think, in 2002. No, I was, no, 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 no. I was still in Florida. If I was in Florida, that's probably why I missed it. You know, drinking a lot. More than now. But uh, I don't know, man. I will definitely get this and check it out. I don't think it's on Hulu. It might be on Netflix. I'll find out. I will definitely find out if it's on Netflix, though. Yeah, but uh, trust me, I'll enjoy it. And uh, Michael K. Williams especially was a standout for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anyone in it, but I will definitely. Uh, let's see. It's, uh, it's, oh, it's only 60 episodes. Yeah. Oh, I can knock that out a couple weeks. All right. All right. Next show I get is The Wire. That will be my next TV show since it's number one on this list. Since it beat out NYPD Blue, I will watch The Wire. Yeah, you'll watch The Wire. I'll watch NYPD Blue, and then we could do like a, uh, I don't know, maybe a battle of the show, see which one wins out. Oh, well, that's, I'm going to be a little biased there. <laughs> I don't know, man. This might be one of your favorite. This might be your, Put it to you like this. You rewatch uh, NYPD Blue yearly. This will be another show that you'll probably watch. Probably not even yearly. Every few months, because it's only 60 shows. There we go. Weeb said The Wire will give me some hip-hop and street cred. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, is that good? Is that good? Is that all right? Yeah, watch, yeah, watch this show. I'm all telling right. you, it's, it's going to have a couple beers ready. Oh, pff, always, dude. Always got a few beers ready. Don't worry about that. Never worry about me and having beers. Yes, this is like, uh, I will put it on par with The Shield in terms of just like, intense really yeah yeah in terms of intensity and believability just you really feel like you're watching something really play out in real time not just a show you know like when you watch a show no matter how good it is you can tell it's still a show Uh this is like totally different like this is stuff that could literally really happen and it's that it's that believable the drugs the the cop the uh, crooked politicians crooked cops the whole has a little bit of everything a little bit of everything all right well I will 100% check it out. Matter of fact, I found it. I see where I can watch it. Oh, you found it. I'm going to need that link, too, because <laughs> I've been looking for it. I will watch it, um, and we will definitely uh, have to talk about that. But, yeah, that is number one on the list is The Wire, an HBO show. I'm a little surprised. Like I said, I, in my opinion, NYPD Blue should be number one, but number five ain't bad. Uh, putting the shield... Above it, I can kind of understand putting the shield above NYPD Blue. It was a newer show. Um, you know, more people are going to remember the shield over the over NYPD Blue. I mean, just the way it is. And again, the shield was definitely a more intense show. And you know what? If you have to talk about continuity in a show, the shield had to keep it, which is another great thing about that show. Because, like I said, every lie they told, they had to cover up, cover it up, and it just got them deeper into the lie. So even in the last episodes, they were referencing and talking about things from the first season, you know. So definitely made it great. So I, like I said, I could see, you know, that being high. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not too big on on uh, Law and Order SVU being above. NYPD Blue, I think it probably should have been 
if anything, NYPD Blue should have been where Law and Order is. But again, NYPD Blue's been off the off the air for you know over a decade now, and Law and Order is still going. So for NYPD Blue to be up there on number five after being off the off the air as long as it has, I think it's still a pretty good fucking thing. You know, yeah. definitely a yep. pretty good thing. Because when did you start watching NYPD Blue? Did you start watching it when it first came on? Uh couple years after, and then it started coming on late night, and I would watch it late night. Uh, literally, I would turn it on. I forget what station. You know what? I think it was TBS again. Late night on TBS, I believe, I would just turn it on in my bedroom and go to sleep. But I didn't start in the first season, and then I just – it after it started coming on late, I just – started loving the fucking show i i wouldn't sleep i had to change the channel or i wouldn't sleep i would stay up and watch nypd blue um and then when i had the ability to actually you know download it and get it i got it yes oh thank you weebs uh new york undercover i'm disappointed that that wasn't on in the top 50 i don't even uh no it was not in the top 50 uh this list goes to pretty deep the list goes over 100. I think it goes to like 140. Yeah, but um, I'm sure New York, hopefully it was somewhere on there, but I really feel like that's under, it gets kind of glossed over, but that should have been, I'm not going to say top 10, top 5, but it should have been at least, I would say at least top 20, 25. Right. Uh, no, let's see, hold on. While you're looking it up, this is a Boxman question, because I'm actually looking up NYPD Blue now, mm-hmm. and it has three related shows. Two of them, I've not heard of one I have. Yeah, Brooklyn South, Public Morals, and The Practice. I know The Practice, but the other two, do they ring a bell? Never heard of Brooklyn South. Never heard of it. NYPD Blue even has another uh, like TV thing they did called NYPD Blue Mounted Unit that starred Dennis Franz. I can't find it. Anywhere. I mean anywhere. <laughs> I've looked everywhere. I can't find it. But I've never heard of either one of those, man. Except the practice. Obviously, I've heard of the practice. You know what, dude? I hate to tell you guys. Um, <clears throat> 100 and f- 100 this list goes to, and New York Undercover is not on this list. That's blast. Some of the shit, gee, I mean, I don't know. The mentalist shouldn't be on that list. Swap that out with New York Undercover. <laughs> list would have been instantly better. Yeah, and you know what? We probably has it right. Shield. The Shield TV show was training day on steroids. It really was, man. It really was. But like I said, I can definitely see where the Shield would rank higher than NYPD Blue. It's a much more more current, more current, more intense, more continuity in the show. Uh, Look, NYPD Blue was great because there were so many actors that showed up on that show that came from that show that was like one of their breaks you know on that show i've mentioned a ton of them but you know a lot of different you know tv shows there's so many cop shows out there that yeah it's probably this you know luck a, a ranker list is good because you got actual people voting on the shows and plus let's be honest like the shield had the benefit of being on the network where they can get away with more i mean even though NYPD Blue had his moments. They were still on ABC, and ABC was going to pull the reins in if they felt like the show was going a little bit too over the line, even by 90 standards. 
Yeah, and I mean, and NYPD Blue got away with a lot of bullshits back then. They got away with showing ass cracks back then. The wrong kind of ass cracks, I want to point out. Male ass crack in most episodes, but they they did show a lot of female ass too. I mean, I trust me, I remember they had Charlotte Ross's ass in there. Who you know, they had uh, Maria Oberdor's ass in there. Trust me, there was plenty of female ass in that show too. Unfortunately, it was known for the male asses. <laughs> But there was yeah. plenty of fucking women in that show that showed their ass too. But yeah, I mean, it was just, I can see the differences and I ain't mad. Which, which cop show is closest to THT? Let's see. It would have to be basically, um, probably the one I hate, Brooklyn Nine Nine, just total comedy and bullshit and nothing makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Columbo, we're both idiot savants. How's that? <laughs> me and all three of us, me, Anthony, and Shaheen, idiot savants. I like that. Oh, you know what show we had to start watching? <laughs> what? Uh, Lethal Weapon. I've heard a lot of good. Th- I know they. I know the um guy that was playing Riggs got caught up in some shit, so he had to get replaced. But I heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, I got through half of the first season with my wife. We were watching it. I don't like it. Ah, oh, bad. I don't, I don't. I'm. I don't. I don't like it. Uh, honestly, dude, me and the wife are starting to watch uh, Shooter. Ah. With uh, it, if you remember, that was a movie with Mark Wahlberg. He's the executive producer of this TV show. It's got Ryan Felipe in it. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo was in these new seasons. Jesus, she's still around. <laughs> yes, sir, she is, and she still looks pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo is in these in, in these episodes. Omar Epps is in these. I like Omar, man. I got to tell you, I really do. Yeah, me too. He was like the saving grace for House. Real? Oh, he was in House. Yeah, he was in House. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. I did not. Yeah, see, we have a look. We've just posted all the uh, female ass that was in there. That yep, Charlotte Ross. That's a nice ass on Charlotte Ross. Uh yeah, all the female ass that was in that show. So, wow, ah, nice, more than ah, I thought. Nice thank you, Weebs. Yes, Weebs, thank you, sir. Thank Good you. Yeah. Wow. I think I even see a nip slip there. There were a lot though, and yeah, definitely a lot. Good shit. Good shit, Weebs. But Amy Brennan, Brennan, yeah. Uh, that's yes. uh, Fear. She was she was when we were talking about in Fear. Yeah, she was also in uh, what's the other one? She was the show. I forget. Oh, um, um, private practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in, in NYPD Blue, she was uh, Janice Lacowski. Charlotte Ross. Uh, I hope people sure. know I'm not looking up half of this stuff when I talk about NYPD Blue. Do people understand that? I don't look this shit up. I know this stuff. It's very weird. This is worse than my Bruce Lee knowledge, you know? See, that, that type of knowledge, I never thought I would have a use for it. You probably feel the same way. But it works for a show like this. Useless information. But it works for this show. Truthfully, <laughs> I, I never thought my Bruce Lee knowledge would get me anywhere. We're and, found and, for yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And, and, and it hasn't really got me anywhere. But at least it let me do a, you know, I think we did a great show on Bruce Lee. So whatever. I don't know, man. On that note, I don't know, man. You got anything else? Wow, this was fun, though. I will say this. Uh, we did uh, plug Patreon at the beginning of the show. And if uh, you guys are Patreon subscribers, come Monday, 
me and Shaheen had a super heated argument last night about law enforcement. Um, even about me doing this show tonight about tributing the Dallas police officer. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, but he did mention something on a Facebook post. It got yeah. pretty intense. <laughs> it 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 got heated, but I will say this: the one thing I like about me and Shaheen is we can do that. Me and Shaheen can scream, damn near scream and yell at each other, and then wrap the show up and be like, "That was fucking great, dude. That was fucking awesome." It would just. I, I mean, we we both neither one of us have thin skin. We're not going to take it the wrong way, and that's how we can do what we do. So, I don't know. It was the most intense argument we've probably ever had, and Shaheen got a little personal. I'm not sure if he was a little buzzed, but he started getting personal. And definitely, if you've got uh, if you're a subscriber of Patreon. You will hear it. If you are not, you might want to check at least this one out. Uh, this, yeah, it, it, it got pretty goddamn heated. So definitely check this out. And of course, you can check out me and Anthony. We will be here again next week. Uh, this was a little bonus episode. You know, like I said, this fell on the, it fell on seven seven. I did want to do a quick tribute to those cops. I do respect the law enforcement, all law enforcement. Um, and, uh, that's really it, man. What do you got, Anthony? No, this was a, a great concept, great idea. I like how we're switching things up. We're doing, uh, TV shows, TV themes. Uh, what else did we do? And, uh, soundtracks. So yeah, we're trying to uh, mix up the movie review show. Yeah. And Make for you, interesting for you guys. Yeah. And the soundtracks one, everyone seemed to like that. We will definitely do another soundtrack one because, uh, we didn't even, I don't even think we scratched the surface when it came to the movie ones. Oh, no. No, no. There are, I mean, we did the most famous, but, uh, you know, when I'm in the truck and everything, I hear some definite, definite ones that I want to, uh, that I do want to get to. So we will definitely get to those as we roll through everything. And uh, that's it, Anthony. Appreciate it. Everybody who hung out in the chat, always appreciate you guys. I know, like I said, we usually don't do a show tonight. But uh, like I said, this this I did want to do a quick tribute. And uh, this list was fun. I'm actually glad we got through it. I got a few shows uh, to uh, watch now. I don't have to watch the same old bullshit. The same. All right. On that note, appreciate it, Anthony. Like I said, everybody check out the uh, Patreon. You can check out me and Anthony here next week. Mixture.com slash THT podcast. We'll be live at 1030, uh, oh, 1130 Eastern time, 1030 my time. And uh, don't forget, me and Shaheen, you can check us out Tuesday at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And on that note, I appreciate it, Anthony. You have a good night, everybody. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Now go home and get your fucking shine box.